Shit, I think it's game time, my G. Let's go. Check two, is everybody in? Is everybody motherfucking in? Welcome to Hoodstocks, baby, on a Sunday, late afternoon. Today's podcast is brought to you by 3D Energy, 3D Energy Drink. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Spectrum CBD Water. 10 milligrams of motherfucking CBD and uh, I don't know, man. It's supposed to be good for your uh, soul, good for your body, good for the bones, right? Good for the sore muscles. Huh. Uh, shout out to our uh, sponsors for the endless supply of 3D energy drink and uh, Spectrum CBD water. We appreciate it. Today's podcast is also also brought to you by www.50racks.com. 550racks.com. And that's where you can get all this dope-ass apparel, street gear, baby hood stocks. You know what I mean? Represent. You know what I mean? You represent... Uh, we representing for the community. We representing for the streets. You know what I mean? We representing for them motherfuckers on that uphill struggle, trying to get that motherfucking bag, baby. Never give up. Relentlessness is the key. Um, today's, today's, today, today, today. What the fuck? <laughs> Today we have an OG from the west side of Los Angeles. Santa Monica is in the motherfucking building. Everybody, give it up for Big Lux. Let's go, doggy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. OG. Nice. 
Nice. I want to. I want to say thank you for having me on today. Hey, brother. I, I thank yeah, you for. Great. Thank you for just for blessing the platform, my G. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's an honor to have you on, my boy. You've been you've been circulating through these LA streets for many many fucking moons, dog. Uh, and uh, you know, you've been a part of a, a lot of great projects. You've been a, a part of the culture, bro. You know, you've been you've been a big uh, uh, key factor in the culture, behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, bro. I mean, you've been doing this shit for a long time. So, I mean, this is long overdue. Like we we talked, you know, on the phone. We talked in text. We talked in DM. I mean, this was bound to happen, and it's happening today. Yeah. I mean, we lucky meets lucky. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just I guess uh, I'm a little lucky today, uh, and I'm okay with that. Oh. I'm okay with that. Listen, we can just both be lucky today. There you That's, go. There is there, you know. I'm good with that, brother. I mean, how are you doing? How's how's your weekend been? It's been good. It's yeah. been good, man. Yeah, I've had a good weekend. Been busy. We were recording our show, the Hard Luck Show. Yeah, shout out to the Hard Luck Show. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we do that every Saturday, and we've done that consistently for almost two years now. We record on Saturdays. And so we'll, we'll get out and start. We'll start at about 7, 8 a.m. and work till about 3 or 4. And now we just kind of moved our show to three days a week. Wow, so now, that's nice. Yeah, it is, but that also is a bigger commitment, as you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, but, you know, we decided together that that was the next move that we needed to make. Um, so, yeah. Things are going good. Work there, and yeah, man. I mean, you it. said seven a.m. to three, four in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Saturdays. On man, Saturdays. Man, that's a that's a long day, baby. Yeah, it's a long day. So there's you, six you, days of the week. Yeah, yeah. you guys. Oh, okay, so it's it's so it's it's uh, you guys are pre-recording the podcast. Yes. And then and on Saturdays, and then you release them through the week. Right. I get it. Okay. Drop them on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's the new schedule. We were doing Monday and Thursday. Those were our two drop dates, and uh, we just we decided that we needed to up the numbers of shows. Absolutely. <clears throat> so you got to keep the foot on the neck, my G. The foot on the neck, right? Yeah. And the digital footprint. Yeah. The more content that's out there, eventually what we want to do is we want to create digital. It's, it's going to be about the size of the digital footprint that you leave. That's how things are going to be measured. Really, you know, so... You can't, you can't, if you're creating content that's yours, you can't create enough content. You can't put out enough content. That's all you want to put out, you know, the right type of content, of course. But when it comes to podcasts, and that's what I'm talking about, podcasts, it's about, a, a lot of it is about delivering, man, being able to deliver, um, deliver consistently, consistently, and then find what your you know what your gauge is and we certainly tried one podcast a week and we ran that for six months and then we moved to two and we stayed like that for two years and now we feel like okay three is the next next move and we're creating like audio books and we're doing different things we're doing the art of war right now like uh um we paid Whatever, it's five bucks because it's a, I don't know, public license or something like that. And so we're doing our reading of it, like our revision, our you know, our interpretation of it. That's dope, bro. So you guys are actually got the Art of War book open. You're yeah. reading paragraph from paragraph, and you're you're breaking it down of what you guys feel is saying. You are. You're right on, and 
There's a lot in the original writings of Sun, you know? And, uh, it, you know, it was written in a time where, you know, I feel like what we bring to the show in general plays out when we're talking about the art of war. <clears throat> I'm going to come to it with my, my knowledge for whatever walk and path I've had in my life. I'm going to bring all that wisdom, knowledge, whatever, to the discussion of the art of war, right? And then Chumahan, who's, you know, a pretty well well-read man is going to come to with all of his education around it and whatever his personal experiences around it. And I think together I ask the questions that I think a lot of people don't understand, like in some of the literatures or the writings or the setups on how is how it's explained. And so I think we're actually doing and it comes out sounding like that all by chance. Like we we can't even plan it. We just read into it, and I'll be like, "What does that mean?" They use different terms in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he'll and he'll break that shit down. Well, we'll just we're breaking, and it really it's working. It's fun. It, it sounds good. It sounds fun, and it sounds really uh, just interesting, bro. Like I'm, I'm I'll be tuning into that, dog. How can people tune into the Hard Luck Show, bro? Uh, www.hardluckshow.com. Simple as that. You can find us on Red Circle. Um, we're on all the major streaming services. Um, but yeah, you go right to our website, pop on. And do, and do you guys just do audio? Do you do visual? You know, for the people that don't know, brother. We don't. We are just, uh, at this point, we are still just audio only. Okay. Um, for, for different reasons, we kind of just came into it traditionally on the audio thing. And I feel like maybe we paused as a team saying, Okay, we're gonna get everything just right for our visuals so that we can go on to YouTube or we're gonna do, right? Bring the visual piece on. And sometimes you, sometimes you, if you wait, just you're just trying to get things perfect, you may wait too fucking long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You get where I'm going, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it was, it was kind of like, it's kind of come to that type of a situation where we're just now at a place where we're like, you know what? We're going to get a spot and just dive in. You know what? My whole life has been about trial and error, bro. You know, every journey is trial and error. You know what I mean? As you, as you, as we move forward with this podcast, I mean, I, 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 what, what episode is this? I don't even think I put the episode. I, I have to edit the episode. So 117? On this. 117. Okay, mm-hmm. so I remember the first shit. I'm barely trying to get this shit right, dog. I still fuck this shit up, dog. Right. And that's and I so I get that's that's the way I interpret what you're telling me right now. Trial and error. We're just gonna dive into it. It's not gonna be perfect in the beginning. As we yeah. move forward, it's gonna we're gonna work out the kinks. We you know we're gonna we're doing the audio thing the traditional way. Uh, sooner or later, though, people want to see the you know they want to see the video. They want to see you know who Absolutely. who these voices. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, these yep. You know who what you know. They want to see the characters. Yeah, yeah. And and your show, in a real big way, is a show that I think reflects a lot of the, for a better lack of, uh, like, are the color of our culture, man. Like the characters and the people that wind up in your lives, right? As they do in mine as well. Man, those are important stories. Those are important people. Those are colorful 
it's like I want to share a lot of their specialness with the world. You know, it doesn't yeah. all have to be heavy. No, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, level four. It doesn't need to be no. like that. We can, no. you know, um, enjoy no. and appreciate and share. Yeah. And you know, man, I, I, I've, you know, since I was 17, 16. Yeah, I consider myself, you know, that I would consider myself Rasa before I considered myself anything. And I'm, by blood, I'm not, you know. By blood, what are you, Maji? My mom uh, is Jewish, but her family was originally from Russia. Then they came to Chicago. Yeah. They, were in, they were in New York, then Chicago, and then... Uh, my mom's father uh, broke off and ended up in California. So that's how, and my dad is uh, Sicilian. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, my, so my pops is a Russian Jew and my mom is Mexican. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we got wow, some Wow, man, Russian Jew? Yeah, my pops is a Russian Jew, bro. Damn. Yeah, straight Russian Jew, okay. dog. Like and mom's is Mexican? Yeah, my mom's Mexican. She's from Zacatecas. I mean, where the, the lineage is from Zacatecas, wow, dog. Man. Yeah. I bet they got some great stories, huh? Yeah. 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 yeah oh, that's bro. beautiful, man. Yeah. yeah. That's dope, bro. I mean, and, and you know what? A lot of people won't understand that, bro. You said, you know what? I consider myself Raza. It's because, you know, you've been, a, you, you fought wars with the homies. You, you've been a part of these streets. You know what I mean? We, uh, you know, the, the, the connection sometimes is deeper than the bloodline, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, or I wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah. And I believe that um, myself. But mm, I think I said that to say, when we were talking about sharing, the, you know, I was saying I just have such a infinity, or right? there's a word like that. I for, I have so much affection for. Yeah. Uh, our culture, man, you know, um, and, and they are, this is the culture that accepted me as a human being when I was unaccepted by everybody else, you know? Yeah. And the fellas, the fellas uh, welcomed you with open arms. Yeah, brother. They said, come with me and I will man. ruin your life with love. <laughs> <laughs> I will ruin your life. With we, we didn't know back then what was, uh, you know, <laughs> what was coming. Let's we're, put the, we're, put, put the water over here, yet, though. We're putting, we were, uh, we were skateboarding. And shit, that know? was me too, dog. Yeah, dog. Yeah. You know, but I mean, we were, I mean, we were all something. I mean, motherfucker didn't come I mean, out the womb throwing up gang signs. Right, right. Everybody right, was something, you know. Right, what I mean? right. And none of us skated any good, but we tried to fuck around. It was horrible, bro. That, right. But um, <laughs> it, it, uh, it certainly, man. It's uh, that's the community, and. I've just always felt a part of since, you know, and the word community means a lot to me. And I think that, I don't think, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's the proof is in the pudding, man. Like, go, go, go into somebody's neighborhood and ask who they are, you know? Imagine that. Oh, let's go. <laughs> ask them who they are. You want to find out who, you, who, who motherfuckers are? Go to the neighborhood. If the motherfucker don't know who the motherfucker is, the, the proof yeah, is in the pudding. pudding. It really Let's is. Let's go. Man. Like, they either know you or not. And so when and, I go to Santa Monica and I talk about Big Lucky, what are they going to say about Big Lucky, my G? OG Lux. 
Big luck, Man, they're gonna, they're gonna tell you only good things because only good things exist about good lucks. You know? Yeah. I'm all, yeah. It's all good, brother. And my city and the neighborhood, everybody's behind me, you know? Yeah. Everybody's behind me, you know? Everybody wants to win and I've been spreading it around and it's, it, community is important and Santa Monica was my community. Um, and so, you know, I've continued to give back to that community in more ways than one. And I feel like, you know, if we gotta be real honest, I, I took a lot out of the community as well. Yeah. And I have opportunity, I paid for whatever, you know, I have an opportunity today to, to help. And I have for the last 20 years, man, I've been involved in Pico Youth and Family Center and a number of things, brother, in Santa Monica coach baseball teams and sponsored endless, you know, track events. I mean, you, you name it, man. So, and I stay involved and um, most of my projects somewhere or another are attached in one way or Let me rephrase that. All of my projects are attached to something that they're giving in my community. Every single project I touch, that's one of the, uh, that's one of the non-negotiables, right? So something's going to the community. And so, yeah, I've given back to the community in a lot of different ways and continue to. And I really love my city. And are you go there, they're going to give you A++. Great. That's what it's going to look like. Yeah. Now, what part of Santa Monica? Hmm? What part of Santa Monica? Uh, what? Like what? I'm from, I'm, from, I'm from 17th Street. Okay. Okay, that part of Santa Monica. Is that like, that's like centralized? Because I know, I mean, I mean, just for everybody out there, you know, you got the Santa Monica that's close to Brentwood. You got the Santa Monica by the airport. Yes. Okay, so Santa Monica was really maybe like a mile, mile and a half square radius with, you know, the hood hood, you know? Okay, okay. And it was over by, like, if for people that don't know and weren't around when all this was going down in Santa Monica and the Four Corners. It, listen, if you were by if you were by that graveyard or anywhere behind or anywhere near that graveyard or the city college, right yeah. at nighttime, like that's where it was all going down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All up in there, man. All up on the whole Pico district. You know, over there. You know how they got the Pico Union District? Yes, sir. Yeah, we have the Pico 20th District over there. You know, it's called the Cloverfield District. Okay. Mm. You know? And uh, you said you said, you said You said four corners. Does that mean it's four corners of four different hoods? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we um, yeah, our neighborhoods, as I grew up, everything before me, and really up until maybe like, you know, maybe 10 years ago, maybe it started changing, but there was four four neighborhoods on the west side and those four neighborhoods were at each other some had a little bit more uh maybe on another one you know what i'm saying yeah what what four hoods like were, two are right gonna okay so uh it, it was us and then it uh then it was hotel okay yeah and then venice got you over city over city baby yeah. West yeah. side, baby. Yeah. West, yeah, west. Yep, yep. That was the four corners. So, and I, man, I'm I'm old, bro. Like, I ain't afraid to say it, though. You know, I'm over 50. Yeah. But, um, 
That was like the that was like the West Side, man. Like hey. when we were coming up, that was the West Side. The Four Corners was the West Side, and yeah. So that's so so, so that's like that's that real West shit. You know what I'm saying? But hey. we we're Four Corners is what we call the area. But you're under sixty. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm no, I'm nowhere near that, partner. Yeah. Yeah, man. So yeah. I mean, I'm I'm getting close, bro. I'm 44, dog. I mean, so 50 is is knocking at the door, baby. I mean, 50, 50s, okay. 50 is not knocking at the door, but 44. Let me tell you something, man. I have to tell you about my 40s off mic, some of the stuff, because I can't even say it on on air, bro. <laughs> let's, but get, let's get a story. It, what let's I do want to tell you is that. Well, <sighs> man, dude. The 40s is, can be a really, really like the greatest time in your fucking life, bro. The 40s. I'm telling you right now, man. I just be honest about it. Lucky's I knocked down more bad bitches in my 40s. <laughs> you got more bad bitches? on the planet, I feel like. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For sure. Why that blue? What's that white? This is my town, not yours. <laughs> I just oh, added a, that one. That's a new one. Oh, my God. Sorry about that, dog. Hey, so so we want to know, I mean, how you got your name. I mean, everybody in Hoodstocks knows how Lucky got his name, right, in the hood. But, Listen, I mean, they want to know how you got your name. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of it, uh, I was getting called, I was being called Linguini at first. Linguini. Okay. Cause Linguini? My, yeah, yeah. Because I was Luciano, they were like Linguini. And it, you know, listen, my last name is Luciano and it, it fell upon me. Is that your last name? Yeah. Oh, yes, shit. It okay. is. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of, it, it lent itself, you know? And then, like, you know, I'd constantly, I'd work hard, right? For some shit. But motherfuckers would always be like, he's a lucky mother. You get lucky. Like, you know, like, with these brands, every brand's home run. Like, yeah, they're like, man, this shit is like, how do you get so fucked, you know? So, I have some good gambling stories. I mean, not gambling stories, but I hit, you know, you know, I've, I've got a pretty good record in Vegas, so. Yeah. I think all around, um, I think, honestly, man, as I, as I cross into the 50 mark, I really think I earned that name. Yeah. I really believe I am lucky. To, to be standing here, breathing here, um, with my faculties, you know, you know, didn't wreck my career, you know? Yeah. Just a lot of things, man. Still with the people that I started with. Let's go, baby. Still with the people I started with. Shit. So if, did, if you know, you know. So do they see anything as, like, with the Italian lineage in the neighborhood and... Uh, you know, with Lucky Luciano, you know, like the mobsters, do they see like, okay, you're an you're Italian, you're an Italian essay, you know I, what I mean? I mean, his last name is 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 is, is Luciano, Luciano, yeah. doggy, you know what I mean? Like, damn, so, dog, whatever know, like, name do you yeah. give him? You don't call him Bugsy. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey. dope. Well, that's dope. Yeah, that's no, that's like, that's so stupid, dope. They saw it. As hey, hey, big luck, dog. Check it out, dog. You said you were you, all these brands. People don't. A lot of some people don't know, bro. Speak on some of these brands. I might have to take a piss before I go on these brands. Let's right let's now. take a look. Let's, <laughs> let's take a look. Yeah, we gotta fix my camera. So yeah, take yeah. A we break, gotta fix quick, my camera. Quick break. Quick break, guys. Fix my cam. Fix my cam. Let's go. Where am I going? Oh, yeah. 
here, right here, right here. Yeah, back there. Go ahead, fix, the that, fix that camera, dog. It's still not on. It's still oh, yeah. No, fix that camera. Sorry about that, guys. We're going to fix this real quick. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, that ain't it. Oh, that's an ugly motherfucker right there. <laughs> Jesus. Bam, there it is right there, dog. Cool. Sorry about that, guys. How's it taste, motherfucker? Oops, upside the head. We're feeling good. We feel Lucky's feeling good. I'm feeling good. Casey's I'm feeling good. Casey's feeling good. Canine's feeling good, baby. Otis is feeling good. Otis and the Blue Notes is feeling good. <laughs> Casey, you're looking amazing. I like the I like the shirt, dog. What do you got right there? Yeah, right there. I just got me a fresh fucking Hoodstocks red cap. Let me show y'all motherfuckers real quick. That shit's hard, dog. That shit's too hard for the motherfucking yard, homie. You know what I mean? Canine, you want one of those, dog? Got you, baby. Yeah, I got everybody dressing like me. Yeah, That's hey, right. Hey, go to go to go to www.50racks.com and we have the red cap shirts right now. But they got the patches. If you guys like it, uh, put your order in. We got you, my G's. Yeah, yeah. Um, best fit, best quality, red cap. How's everything going with you, my boy? It is a good it's fit going too. Great. Though. You it, know what I mean? Now, now I'm now I'm like fucking in it. I cut my hair. Now I'm just fucking straight greased. Got my shit greased. Um, I'm like I'm I'm in it now. I'm in the 40s. I'm here, baby. Iron workers. You know what? You know what I like about the red cap shirts, dog. And you put me on the red cap shirts, dog. You know what I mean? You said it's the working shirt. I've always worn the dicky shirts, dog. Yeah. And then I, you know, because of you, bro. You know, we influence each other, dog. Of let's course. Not, let's of not, course. Let's not fuck around, right? Um, and you're never too old to get influenced by a young dude, right? You know, that's real shit. Uh, but Casey, he's always talking about the red cap. So I bought a red cap shirt, and I and I was like, wow, this is a nice fit. It fits better than a dicky shirt, Hell dog. Yeah. Because the dicky shirts have the big old floppy pockets. Yeah, yeah. They got the that big shit. floppy pockets, dog. So that's almost like the same material, bro, but it ain't got the floppy pockets. I mean, the floppy pockets are cool, dog, but for some reason, I just like the fit yeah. better, dog. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and the dicky shirts, dog, they kind of like balloon out a little, my G. They balloon no, out a little, dog. And this one right here, I mean, I ain't looking for the slim fit because your boy ain't slim, but you know what I mean? Like, like a little fitted, dog, a little yeah, tailor-made, you know what I mean? No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. So. Okay, we got big luck, dog, back here. I'm glad Black. we fixed that camera, dog. Usually, and, and we've been here since like 3.30, well, bro. I thought you fixed it. You're like, I said, was it good? You're no, like, yeah, my good. bad, oh, dog. The audio, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We good. did the audio. We didn't do the camera, dog. It worked out, though. Yeah, it did work out. <clears throat> Are you good, bro? Good, brother. Yeah? Whew. So, yeah, man. Dude, that thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so the brands, my G. The brands Brand. that you've been behind, bro. Well, see, man, I started, I started in the business... Uh, in 92 and my first brand was called Supermax and it was on Melrose and uh, I had a partner named Mark Fox who was the funding behind it and then uh, Cartoon <coughs> wasn't a partner but I had hired Cartoon to do all all the creative all the creative for all of um, these concepts and then Esteban was at the time uh, road managing, or he had just begun managing um, House of Pain. There should have just taken off with Jump Around. And so he was on a world tour, and he was in the, you know, he, obviously because of, of mugs, um, we grew up with mugs, because of that relationship, he was in that camp with everybody. So he's either road managing you know, House of Pain, or he's out on tour with Cyprus, or you know what I'm saying? He's in the mix. So his whole deal was just get it on MTV, just get it. You, you just handle getting it on people, 
You know? yeah. It wasn't even f about photos back then. And then cartoons, so that was everybody's position, you know, like Mark Fox was the guy funding it. And he had a little experience in, in retail. And uh, Esteban was gonna like promote and get it on the dudes and get pictures of them. And then cartoon, I had him do all the art because he had to remember, dude. Like, I, I don't know, you're not gonna remember, but I mean, yeah, maybe you will remember. Uh, cartoon, when he, when he showed up, I, I, I want to say this the right way, guys. That there, there was no fucking brands, bro, before me, Cartoon, and Esteban sat down together. We, there isn't. You can check all the books, uh, everything you want, bro. There wasn't. We did that, right? And when Cartoon showed up, and when he was, when I met Cartoon, he was just about to go to work for Easy at Ruthless Records. And then we knock out. And that's where you saw all the Ruthless albums come from. We saw the sick shit, Kid Frost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All the tunes. And right before that happened, I had met tunes. Esteban had met him. And he told me about him like the next day. And he's like, you got to meet this dude. You got to meet this dude. And they hung out a couple more times. And then he's like, took me over to the spot. Um, and we met up and we sat down and he brought his book with him. He had like some shit. And man, he just started drawing on a napkin while we were talking. This dude started drawing and he was drawing like where we were sitting and it was like all like uh, animated animals on like PCP and hookers shooting fuck come out of pussy. And, like, <laughs> and he just was drawing this and I was like, what was coming out, he said these fucking cholo clowns. There were no cholo clowns, bro. There wasn't like, oh, I like their cholo clown. I like, there was no cholo clown, bro. Nobody had put those, he did that. And then he twisted it in a manner and put some Cortez on him with the little, a fucking YA cuff, a baby cuff. Right? Yeah. With the slice on the side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on, dog. And he did the Nikes with the little holes. The Cortez with the little holes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were doing, that's how down pat we were with that shit, dog. It was like, it was so, and that Supermax shit was gangster, dog. We were trying to knock off, we were trying to be like the Nike. We were trying to be like, we wanted to be like the, those types of brands back then, you know? We wanted to be like that, that, that licensed quality, uh, like that type of an American, Americana type brand, you know? Because um, that's what was being sold in a lot of places that we were going, that was how we dressed and, and we wanna, you know, I just felt like there was room in that market. So anyways, we got into that and so, Supermax was the first, and it turned into not guilty that uh, Esteban and me partnered with, and we did not guilty, and Cartoon again did a bunch of all of our art for us with a few other artists, Mark Rude and some other people, and then Everlast was our backer on that brand. And uh, 
And yeah, through some episodes, I went away for a while and I came back. And in that time, uh, we had never trademarked. Listen, Esteban's got a high school diploma, I think. <laughs> I don't. But we just, and it's really like today, you couldn't give this excuse. Maybe you couldn't give it back then. Maybe I'm just fucking an idiot, you know? But I just didn't, we didn't know to like, I made a, I made an error. I tried to fund the company trying to do some illegal shit. We had a whole bunch of orders, but they had to get made. Yeah. We had $150,000 in orders. Take 75 grand to make those orders. And we didn't know enough to like, our financer didn't have the capital to give us. Like he didn't have 75 grand. It's a real short conversation. All right. Then we're going to go to the bank and apply for a loan. We're going to, you know, but one of my buddies was like, ah, there's this thing. Dude, you can come up with a hundred, a hundred here and a hundred there and we're good. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, good. And we did that and that ended up costing me fucking a lot. So that you, company. You had to do some prison time. Right. That's how I left. For, that's what kind of happened in between that company. But we didn't know enough about trademark and incorporating. This is why we got the brand not guilty. So I kind of started building this brand, it's hot. And then I go to prison. And then when I go to prison, what happens is I leave my ex-wife, who's my best friend to the day, mother of my kids, I leave her in my place with Esteban. Now this dude didn't ask to be business partners with my wife, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get to go down a list, bro. This is Esteban Oreo, bro. My best, my boy, dog. And he kept my end of the business. They worked and they continued to like grow this business, but they get served a letter from a Chinese company that owns Not Guilty. The fuck? Okay, so we get this letter in the mail and my partner, Stevan, and my wife are like, oh, we're okay. Because remember, Lucky incorporated us. So we're good. So, incorporation has nothing to do with trademarks. And we thought by owning the corporation that there gave us the name and everything else. And it didn't work like that. So we lost that name. So not guilty ended up going away and like a lot of the assets and everything that was kind of there was turned into Joker, Joker brand. Okay. And, it's, and Be Real came aboard as a, a partner in Joker brand, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, that's how that brand, and by that time, yeah, I didn't have any more to do with it because I, I kept on going to prison and they couldn't hold on any longer for me, you know? It's like, eventually your equity, if you're not there, it becomes, you know? And they, they really waited for me and they really tried. So anyways, that, that, uh, that I ended up working again for them after everything turned around and, um, you know, I took some changes in my life and I ended up going back to work with them and we built that, we built the brand back out. But from there, and from there, I did um, I did Famous Stars and Straps with Travis. And really, it was just, uh, he was coming into, he was coming into, into Hollywood a lot. He had a friend named Rob Austin, who 
me and Esteban are, are, are pretty good friends with and Cartoon. And, uh, you know, we started hanging out. And he knew what I did for work. And remember, he called me over one day and asked. We became kind of friends because we were always going to the same club, nightclubs in Hollywood. And we'd go together, you know. And uh, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, um, at that time, it wasn't cool Travis from, you know, it was, it was Travis Barker from Blink-182. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, believe it or not, it was like, he didn't have any hassles getting in when he was with us, right? Yeah. We're all rolling. But, so we all rolled, we all hung out. We started hanging out together, and he kind of pulls me aside. He reaches out to me one day, long story short, about coming by his offices in Riverside, checking out the brand. Brand, I drove out there. And, um, and it was a different type of brand than I had really worked with. And, uh, but I had an open mind. And, I, and, he, and he was hot. Right? He was hot. Yeah, with that Blink-182, yeah. He was hot. Yeah. So, and, and the moves that were being made were making sense, you know. And so we, but what I did see more than anything was I saw some trending pieces. And sometimes if you pick the right trending pieces, you can like blow your brand up over shit like that. And meaning, what I mean by that is when we were coming up, if, if, if they would have been by themselves famous, then I don't know. You, I don't know who you would have related them to if they would have been. I don't know how that would have worked. But what I can tell you is that Von Dutch was a brand that truckers were blowing the fuck up and so were belt buckles. Yeah. Blowing up. And he, he was actually about that shit before Von Dutch blew up. Yeah, Travis was. Travis was, okay? Yeah, yeah. So he's bringing this to the table, and these belt buckles are fucking sickening, dude. I remember the belt buckles, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The big F on them, yeah. So I see, like, the trucker. He had reworked the logo. And and I was like, man. And so I just, I ended up taking, I ended up taking that brand, making a deal with him that I would fucking, you know, get on the sales, and that's what I did, and got on the whole sales uh, of that brand, and we blew it up, man. Like, uh, it, it was one of those brands, like, still to this day. Well, you know what? I've been saying my for the last 20 years that I've never seen anything like it. And, and I'm not saying that's the best, or that I'm saying that I've never seen anything like, in, you know, wonder. Dude, we were going to $100 million in revenue in, in like seven years, six, seven years. That's crazy, though. This is way, this ain't even now, dude. There, was, there wasn't even, the internet wasn't even popping, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, I mean, the internet was, but it was like, that still was small when we were doing this. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't where, so it was. Uh, it was all cable TV. Yeah, dude, it was, man, dude, it was all different, man. It was a different grind, but. And it's all good. It's all good what the grind is now, but it was different back then, and then it was, uh, it was good, man. So we were getting after it. I lost my train of thought. Then after, after Famous, what was the next brand? So, yeah. Hmm. I ended up sitting down with Ben and Bobby Hundreds. Yeah. And 
And I didn't, they were looking, they had already been like, they had already been, I don't know why, but they had already mentioned me to some people. Yeah. And they had already been like, and I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was like LA base, like somebody, you know, I don't, and I find out later, but I ended up, I ended up sitting down with those guys, man, and listening to these guys tell me what they were gonna do. Man, they told me what they were gonna do, and I was like, I, I was so like, uh, God damn, man. These guys um, really brought something new and refreshing to the table to streetwear, to apparel in general. You know, to blogging, I mean, like Bobby Hundreds. <laughs> I mean, when you talk about contemporary blogging, you can't have that conversation, really, if you're not including Bobby Hundreds, right? Gotcha. He's an author. You remember, really, bro. he was on the I mean phone, that. you remember I mean when that. you were talking to me? So I met Bobby and Ben, I worked on the show called The Hype. Yeah, I, and they were yeah. yeah. I met them, and I was on the phone with Lucky, and then Lucky's like, "Who's that?" I'm like, "Oh, it's Bobby Hundred. I'm like, "Hey, we do a podcast called Hoodstocks," and then uh, and then he's like, "Oh, check it out, I'll check it out," but uh, yeah, that was just the hundreds. That's like around like 2008, 2009, around there, around that time. Because yeah, then I once like 2010 it. hit, it was like fucking. They were just it was taking off. Yeah, them, Nikki, yeah. the hundreds, and Nick, oh, Nikki. Oh yeah, all. this is before that. Yeah, yeah, this is before that, bro. You, this was I love the, the hundreds, hundreds that yeah. you didn't know. Most people was Bobby blogging, right? Did, yeah, but yeah, and most people didn't know what the hundreds were. Just think about that. It was yeah. pro, like it's weird, man. Like I don't know, but they they did, man. They did. So getting aboard with these guys after leaving famous, I felt like I was uh, secure enough financially that I could work on a, a project. I mean, I didn't know, but I I really, it goes more like this. I was making really good money with Vegas. I made a lot of fucking money with this brand's company. And I felt like I was cool to leave that whole thing in transition and work on a passion project. But I didn't know that. They just landed on my lap and we started talking maybe, maybe like a, maybe a couple months before I left. So it was obviously like kind of in the air, you know, like, I don't know, maybe we were moving towards that direction, but there were some things that I wasn't, you know, cool with. And I think I was already like open to like take that type of conversation. We met and with Famous, I kind of roll right into um, hundreds and they tell me, hey, you know what? We like everything you did at Famous, but we want you to do that in reverse. And I was like, and they, I was like, what? And they started breaking it down to me, what they wanted to do. And, and it all came down to like rebuilding this thing uh, at a, um, rebuilding a brand and really being like paying attention to things like the distribution of the brand, the integrity of the brand, and, and protecting the brand, and longevity in, in, in apparel and in streetwear. And these guys wanted to create a brand that was going to be around for a long time. Yeah. 
I'm I mean, like, when when they say uh, let's do it in reverse, are they mean like, hey, whatever, however you started with famous stars and straps, let's do that right here. I need you to go way back, start from uh, the beginning, uh, help us uh, right here. Or he or, meant he meant he goes, I want you to like, uh, I, they liked all that I did for the brand and like setting up retailers and marketing strategies. And okay, so yeah, that, that, that was my next question. You that's, so that's what you're doing with these brands. You, that's what I was with 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 them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. You know. So, so when when, when bringing uh, Lucky aboard uh, from Famous Stars and Straps, uh, they want you to do what you were doing for Travis at hundreds now, and that was what that directing was really, the traffic, bro. You know what I mean? You was, have the connects, the the people. Like, what what exactly are we doing, brother? That were <clears throat> they wanted me handling their sales? Okay. And that how do you really and, and and what like just to get a you know a small idea of what it is when it comes to handling one sales for such a huge brands, bro, that you you've been with, bro. Like, what does that consist of? They all start somewhere, and for these guys, they start like a lot of great brands that I know started. And that was the owners were walking in with the fucking rack, with a clothing rack yeah. at your store, telling you, "Hey, man." Let me show you this shit. You buy some of this. You know, like, this is why you need to get this. It's selling you this shit. Like, and so the hundreds, uh, I would come, I would come on and these guys were doing that already. They had already started selling to Los Angeles and hand delivering their goods. All right. They're already, when I come to the picture, they're already doing that. They have a great sales guy that's handling their sales. They're doing stuff out of state. They have a couple retail stores, one in New York City, one in San Francisco, right? Santa Monica, Fairfax, right? Rosewood. So a lot's popping for this brand. And so I come in and that's, that's what they've got. They've got some retail stores. They've got some independent retailers and they're barely starting to talk to like a national retailer and when i say national retailer that's a retail store that's available across the united states right they're not ready so how do you get to from selling mom and pops how do you get to selling those big guys and become a nationally distributed brand? that's what i do i'm gonna help you go from doing and it's not even about I'm going to stay away from numbers, but I'm going to, I'm going to help you go from being locally distributed to being distributed on an international level. That's dope. And we're going to, or, or wherever you want, really, we can go there, but, you know, or we're going to cut out something like, Hey, you know what I want to do? United States, Canada. Yeah. That's what, you know, um, but, you know, certainly I've, I've done a lot of distribution deals, a lot of manufacturing deals, sat over um, plenty of licensing deals. Um, so I've varied off, but, you know, I would say my, my cup of tea is really for what these brands at that time really wanted for me was for me to, you know, structure their sales force, bring on like the right sales guys in the Southeast and Northwest. You have to have a sales force, a tight sales force. So I bring on and plug in a sales force. And then I had all the accounts at that point in time, like the, the Paxons, the Zoomies, the Jimmy Jams. I mean, like, dog, I can just name you. 
all the majors across the country. And I'll name you 50 you've never heard of. What about out King, of Nebraska? Do you know King's Board Shop in Montclair? Yes, I do. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He, you the know, owner, the owner Brian, my buddy's the manager. Brian what? Brian O. Brian O. He bro, taught me. I didn't he, even know that guy from selling him a fucking t-shirt myself, bro. He taught me how to make hats. Wow. Yeah. See, man, that's what it's like. Yeah. Okay. So that's you know, and I got to, you know, I had, I had. I knew how to build a brand that was locally distributed, bro. Yeah. I knew how to do that in Southern California. I could even get a little bit of shit in New York. And that's, that's what I knew. Yeah. And what I couldn't get into the type of stores that I wanted to because of the type of shit I was making. Yeah, so when you have, super, when you have Supermax and Not Guilty and even Joker, those the stores that are nationally selling aren't selling that type of clothing because that type of clothing isn't selling nationally. Mm. Get it? Yeah. And they don't buy anything for a region. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. So you've got these huge chain stores. This is before any of this shit was cool, bro. They they didn't want a razor blade on a t-shirt. I had to navigate through shit like that. Imagine that, bro. Like, we're not so, doing the deals because of these graphics are... Yeah, bro, I'm telling you, man. And I give, I do give, I do give up to Travis, man, because the reason I say that, that I'm saying all that right now, is that Travis, it was that brand. Because I could... Because I could sell that brand in to the white market, Yeah. right? I got the... I got the contacts to all the biggest, like all of them. <laughs> Pacific. I'm golfing with the no vice fear. president of Pacific somewhere. I'm at Zoomies. No Chili's. fear. You remember No Fear? Yeah, I remember No Fear. That's where I used to go to buy famous shit. You were the plug. The no homie. Fear store. Yeah, okay. the No Fear store, yeah. Your yeah, I knew hey, Zach. Your no. Rolodex was in a lockbox. Dude, it was. Is it a Rolodex? Bro. Yeah. Yeah, back then it was a Rolodex. Bro. Rolodex. Your Rolodex, you had to put that bitch in a safe. Yeah, hell yeah. And wasn't nobody trying to help us. And nobody was sharing shit. And I get the not sharing shit. Listen, I get it. I get it. Because I wasn't 30 before I started getting those big accounts. Those okay. big, I didn't, I didn't get, I, I had to bust my ass before I ever reached those accounts. Like, they weren't just like I mean, here. It, was, it wasn't You're the a internet back then, bro. Right. So he was it a was, pioneer. No, he was a pirate. <laughs> yeah. He was a pirate, homie, on a shit so. that nobody wanted to look at when he was sailing. But they said, oh, no, we ain't fucking with him. But when you get off, you got to hear this motherfucker, dog. Yeah. Right? So I go in and I go after these big accounts because I know that fame. I know that Quicksilver and all these motherfuckers. Can I get one, dog? Yeah, dog. Thanks, bro. Quicksilver and, and Ruka, like these guys don't own the market, dog. Like, there's room. Yeah. There's room for us, yeah. you know? Let us see too, motherfuckers. Right. And the kids Shit. getting brave, man. The kids yeah. wearing a mohawk and the kids, you know, it was all the right timing. You know yeah, what, bro? Yeah, Some yeah. motherfuckers, dog, they'll be sitting across from you eating a steak and you got a Salisbury steak on your plate, homie. And <laughs> they ain't the gonna cut you a slice, dog. You know what I mean? That's the kind of motherfuckers I don't want around me, dog. <laughs> Ever, ever, ever. So that brand, man, allowed me to like cross territories and, and, and really build a fucking account base. And then internationally, 
you know, even more. We already had Japan wired up. We've been working with them for years, but it really, by the time I'm done at Famous, and the business kind of works like that, like, then I'm the hot guy. Yeah. I'm the hot yeah. guy, right? Hell yeah. And so you, you better already have move your move next move figured out because more guys are irrelevant than they are relevant. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, and I and I was always I was I you answered my question, brother. You know what I mean? You, you explained why you were the hot guy. You explained how you got into these motherfucking brands, bro. That's I mean, you're wearing a cookie shirt. What do you have to do with cookies? Wait, wait. Ah, we're jumping too far though. Oh, my bad. Go oh, ahead. Yeah, wait, wait. In order. So, yeah. so okay. After the hundreds, so, right? You yeah, started yeah. your own personal venture. What was that? Oh wow! Did I? No, you said <laughs> you, you had something. Me. You had no. You said you had something that you were oh. uh, a passion project, passion is project. what you called it, bro. No, no, no. That was that was what I was saying. The hundreds. What's your passion? Project? What's your passion project? Gotcha, because what gotcha. they were bringing to the table. Right there, I stopped, man. I knew I was taking a conversation with these guys, and I was just going to entertain it. Yeah, I could, this is easy. I seen that look, Lucky. No, you <laughs> good. No, I, I, no, give, I give people that look, dog. No, I, a, I wasn't. Hey, no, old school. I ain't I see your eyes start to move a certain way. No, something ain't right. No, right? I wasn't even worried so, about the water no more, dog. You know what I mean? I wasn't worried about. I feel like we're on a cruise ship right now. No, a small boat. <laughs> a pirate ship. We're on a pirate ship, and this motherfucker's rocking, dog. So sometimes the fucking water's gonna end up over there. It's all good, exactly. baby. You, my boy. Make you are yeah, at home was, right uh, here, baby. Yeah. You know I mean, feel good. Do your thing, yeah. doggy. Talk your shit, my G. It, uh, it's, yeah, so we went from, did that, did the hundreds. Um, they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't fucking, they didn't have the money. They didn't have the money. They weren't famous, so I wasn't going there for money. You know, that was mm. that's why it's a passion project. I get okay, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So everybody, you're saying, like, so you're get you got more to offer them than they have to you. They have an idea. You you have the Rolodex. You know what I mean, right? Right, right, right. But they didn't want to go up. They didn't want to sell everybody. They're like, here's where he, they're like, this is where we're gonna. They go. It's gotta come back down to distribution and control of the brand longevity. Longevity. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy. yeah. So these flash in the pans. If it goes up fast, you know the deal, bro. Yeah, it's coming down fast. Yeah. And the first brand that they kind of like, they said to me, they go, you know what? We we have, we want have a, a brand vision to be like a Stussy. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's that's some big shoes to fill. Okay. The homies, baby. Right. All the so, skateboard shops. Yeah, Let's dude. go. Oh, and, and they've been in business. They've been crushing it for like 30 years. Yeah. But then uh but then we know with Stussy they skip they they ended up scaling it back though. We can talk about that how Oh, they, yes, cuz they rebranded they and they they Yeah. I mean, they they may have been feeling what you've been talking. I mean, they were going high for so long. Right, right, right. But then right. now now Stussy's more inclusive and and shout out to my boy Johnny cuz he puts me on all this shit. I mean, him and I just go back and forth and he's in the industry, so Dope so, when, when these guys, when these young dudes are kind of telling me that stuff, I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. And then they told me what they, how they wanted to story tell. They wanted, they wanted to tell stories of Los Angeles. They wanted to educate people on Los Angeles. They wanted to have a, they wanted to give Los Angeles a certain voice out of a certain area. You know, um, they didn't know that. Fairfax was gonna blow up like it did. 
Yeah. I don't yeah. think a lot of people saw that coming. And um Ooh, Fairfax, baby. And so they, they you know, and they and they certainly pioneered that. They were they were there first or second, you know? Yeah. At yeah. everybody. Yeah. And they're not only are they still around. I would, I would, I would venture to say that they've done more business than everybody except Supreme. Woo. Because you can take, you can Let's take, call. you can take a diamond supply. You can take all their, you know, four years. What is it? Three, four years? Yeah. Yeah. Diamond was numbers, going hard. Dog. Okay. You got, you might have gotten that. You no, know, you, uh, you did some damage. All right. Nope. Yeah. I love Nikki Diamond. Yeah. yeah. But if you were to collect it all up. Oh, we're mm. now fucking almost fucking, fucking 18 years, you know? What was it? It started like 2008, 2007? Yeah. I think something around the... No, their brand started. Well, like their brand started, their brand identity started when they were in they college. They started when, yeah, but they started but, in... Uh, well, I think... It was I, like around 2005 or something around 2000. Because I'm a fan of the 100, man. I was fucking... Yeah. When I met him on the show, like I was fucking giving him praise, like shooting the shits with him. I, like, I think it's a little bit before that, to be honest. I think it's a little sooner. Uh, 2005. I'm not sure, but you know, great brand, man. Just uh, just, and I say it all the time about those guys, man. Like, I learned a ton with those dudes, you know. And uh, so I was there, and then um, I ended up, you know, I was there for a while, and then I ended up getting a call from my buddy D, who was working with drama and. Uh, Young and Reckless. And young and Reckless, he was working with Drama, and who's Rob Dyrdek's cousin, and they have this show, Fantasy Factory, or, yeah. you know, on. Love that so, show. Yeah, that great show. show. The show is, it just started that season under their belt, right? It had just kind of transcended over from big and, you know, yeah. into this. And so, you know, the, the, it was definitely like, everybody knew, okay, okay this, this is gonna be something. Like, it just already had that about it. So they were trademarking this name. Me and Rob Dyrdek became friends when I worked at Famous. So he was like, oh, Lucky's got to be the sales manager. Yeah. You don't do Lucky, you ain't going to do shit. Dude. You ain't got Lucky. You, you ain't, ain't got nobody. shit, man. <laughs> yeah. First thing you And so D, um, who owns 5-4 Denim, the 5-4 Club, who's just a terrific... Just a wonderful, wonderful, one of the smartest dudes I know. Uh, he came in as like producer, financer, and then you have drama, and uh, who was the talent? And together, these guys, you know, they brought on me, then they brought on Kevin Delaney. Kevin Delaney was the marketing director for, for LRG. Okay. And then, and then we just, you know, we have like two or three of just the dopest, the best creative directors there uh we had a guy named kelly that was there ups to kelly um and then we also had john alter who was another amazing designer and so they kind of like set up this yankees type team for young and reckless this is d murphy the guy i'm telling you about that owns five four he's he he tells me i saw you up famous and i was just biding my time till i had the right project the right brand and then I, that was, I wasn't going to bother you until then. And I had my partner, rest in peace, when I had one of my stores on Melrose, he walked in with his denim. 
And little did I know that I was going to be working with this guy years later. But I gave him a shot in my store and put his denim on. Yeah. So he kind of always had like a, he was always down with me. He's like, ah. But when he saw me winning, he's like, I need, I need that sales guy is what he tells me. So we got together and it was, uh, you know, you got if you got and if you got an MTV hit show, you got all of and America, baby. The, yeah, well, yeah, but there's see, here's the thing, man. Like it's, it is, man, dude. It's not that easy to do. It sounds good, but when you get the stars to align, like with the right retailers and all the buys correctly ahead of time, so everything you're seeing on TV is in the store, right? At the same mm. time, like all the like all, everything's running. So we, but. You have them on an MTV show. So it's like, and this is this was kind of early on. So yeah, it was it was really good. And we were able to again re-enter like all these these brand, all these retailers, right? All these retailers that famous is in. Young and Reckless is in, right? So then it kind of sits that tone. And so we they got, you know, we got really we did really, really, really well. It got to be a pretty big brand, man. So um I, after Young and Reckless, I moved up to San Francisco. I decided to change some things in my life. And, uh, and what's funny is that um, I, say, I ended up staying up in San Francisco uh, for about two and a half years. And then I worked for a treatment center uh, called the Walden House, Health, Health Right 360. And uh, yeah, I was up there and before I left to go up there, kind of when Young and Reckless was coming to like a close, an end, um, I, I had a I had this meeting set up through my buddy John Alter, or 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 maybe Kevin Delaney, to to meet Burner, and we had talked on the phone, right? So there was like this talk, and like he was, I remember in the conversation. Like, I'm like, okay, Cookies is the name. I'm here, I'm like, I'm in this conversation. I'm like, okay, all right. And I'm like, okay. All right, so there's the weed, right? It's the Cookies. It's the brand, it's the Cookies. Okay, I think I get it. Then I was trying to piece this together. And I, it, at the time, I was like, all right, I think I get it. So we're supposed to loop around regroup back and either I'm supposed to fly up with Kevin to San Francisco and see Burner and sit down about helping him to build this brand or bring me bring in my sales expertise or whatever it might be right yeah because if you ain't got lucky you ain't got shit so uh we end up <laughs> we, he, we, it's just crazy bro and I end up going up to San Francisco a place that I it's just a trip, man. So as I was kind of like, I, I was working and living in San Francisco as this company, Cookies, is blowing up. But it's not blowing up yet here in LA. But in Frisco, it is. So I'm seeing it, and I would never be in Frisco. But I'm in Frisco. Yeah. So it's like, the place that I was at in my life at that time I'm in my peripheral, I'm seeing this huge opportunity that I fucked off. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Like that thing fell apart and we never looped up probably because I couldn't show up or I couldn't make it happen or I didn't like, I, you know, I was going through a lot of shit at that time. And so uh, that I, I just remember making my way through San Francisco for a couple of years and peripherally seeing cookies everywhere. And I'm like, fuck. And I like the brand so much. The aesthetics, the store, the logo, Burner and his get down, you know? Just all of it, dude. And I was like, man. And it's just weird. It's it's really weird, bro, how I think D, uh, somewhere I really wanted to work with, with cookies. For some reason, that brand resonated from, just resonated, bro. I don't know, but that brand, I just like, everything about it, I was like, fuck. And we ended up through through this, you know, like there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of great, you know, we're in a, we're in a new time and era of, of business and, and cannabis has become a real fucking industry, you know, and uh, this is a whole new venture. And a lot of these guys that are coming from cannabis or whatever it might be, like they, I'll, I'll say, I'll say safely that maybe a lot of these guys know cannabis, but, and maybe they even know some packaging, some marketing, but they want to get into the apparel space and they don't know anything about apparel. Gotcha. So you're starting to see some of these guys that are having real successful alien labs, jungle boys, you know, like brands that they, they need to turn to like somebody. They don't want to, they don't want to try and figure this shit out. Get me the best dude. Yeah. They right. Need, they need somebody with a blueprint, baby. There it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, that's, uh, that's so, you know, man, you, you ended up that we ended up fucking, we ended up, uh, just through the industry and through my buddy John Alter, who I brought on to Young and Reckless, in turn ends up, ends up becoming the creative director, like, I think six, six years ago? He became the creative director. He's a badass designer. Designer Young and Reckless. Was a designer at LRG. Was like, he's just a badass, right? Really, like, I'm talking about technical designer. But he's also a creative director. And that's his title at Cookies. And he he saddled up with he saddled up with Burner Bro and really put the fucking screws in this fucking thing, dude. Like that motherfucker is shout out to John Alter. That motherfucker is the truth. And so he sits right next to Burner and he's his creative, you know? Yeah. Um, and Burner's a master marketer. This fucking guy is so good at so much shit, dude. It's ridiculous, man. But like, this guy doesn't even, and he's not even trying. He doesn't even try hard. Just eat effortlessly. I do that so bad. And then make sure that happens. And it all works out, you know? So that helps. But the aesthetics, the aesthetics. John Alter, like, he, he sits over that stuff, man. He's really that guy. So he really was the right guy. He was capable of doing this job. And to build a brand like Cookies, you better know what the fuck you do. You better, man, dude, you better. If you don't, your asses. You, we would have found that out long ago. And this company moves extremely aggressive. Me and Berger sit down and we talk and maybe like, maybe like uh, 
maybe like almost two years ago, and we sat down. To, um, we sat down to discuss vibes. He had this rolling paper company. He owns the name, and, and it's like I get it. And he goes, "Yeah, I think you could be a brand." I'm like, "Absolutely, it could." He's like, "I like you to have it for me, and and then I also like you to help me out with my beverage company." I'm like, "All right, let's." do it and at the time I was doing Supermax and I would think I was consulting and I had my podcast but I wasn't doing anything major major I was you know I was I was I was fucking producing a fucking documentary and 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 working on this TV thing so this all came about and I was like ready to you know alright and uh, I started doing this thing with Vibes and I worked on Vibes and developed it into a brand with their team at Green Lane, shout out to Green Lane Distribution, and we built this brand up, got it all the way to e-com, and now we're starting to sell stores, and, so, and, I, and I'm over there constantly overseeing a lot of their, a lot of areas for them, so building this brand, um, and then Burner was just like, uh, one way or another, when I came over to Vibes, I think it was a matter of time before I was going to Cookies. And I think that was the... Well, I not think. Bernie was like... He said it from the beginning, dude. Like, I'm going to get you on the team. Like, I need team. And I was like, I'm about it. You know, let's do this. So I think... And eventually, a year later, he was just... Uh, you know, I, I, I tell you, man. It's To me, it's a real... I'm just, I'm just really, really blessed to work with this brand to work um, to work with Burn you know I, I have I have I have some great business my two business partners are the best partners in the world it sound like it bro I mean Burner bro that dude like you well, said well he's yeah yes we're working together but I work I work for Burner oh we have some projects that that you know, together, uh, that look differently. But right now, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm the brand manager for Cookies. That's dope, bro. Can we take a quick break? I gotta take, I gotta take a leak, my G. Please. Yeah, let's take a quick uh, break, and we're gonna be back with uh, Big Lucky right now. Uh, quick break, everybody. Ooh, let's see where we at. Where we at? Overlay. Maybe that's where we wanna be. Are we? Are we? How? Spread to me. 
don't cap, make a dollar. Anybody home, Mr. 38 Revolver. Holla, Lord, I need change. Heard you heal the hurt. I heard you kill the pain. Hold me down the street. You left them dead in the dirt. Now his mama growing grace. Clouds in the skies leave tears on the grave. No smile on the face, just another t-shirt. Small funeral, see his girl when they flirt. Shit's still fresh, still smell death. Bunch of drug addicts can't wait to fuck next. Let the pussy rest. Waiting on the prey like a goon in your home. It's two in the morning. That song that is uh, called Jeff. Devil's Game by your boy right here, Lucky Sun Zoo, and uh, the homie Nate No Face. I mean, yeah. that, that, that song has done really good on uh, on sales. You know What's what I mean? up with the music video? Yeah, we're gonna do it. We just talked about it. We're gonna do it, dog. We're gonna get it in, bro. We're gonna get it in, dog. Been waiting. If um, you guys have an extra charger cord, I would really, man. Yeah, yeah, iPhone, yeah. iPhone. Yes, please. Got you. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, shout out to Casey, man. Casey brought me a, a bottle of tequila from uh, uh, um, from Mexico, and yeah. I said, I said, my boy, give me a give me a motherfucking bottle that's got the worm on the bottom See of that, that bitch. Yeah, you see that shit man. There, real mascot. Yeah, dog. I mean, there you go, I brother. mean, I don't think tequila is real until unless it got a worm on the bottom of that bitch. That's dog. right, man. You know, when we talk about the this shit. Oh, this shit is from Oaxaca. <laughs> the real deal. Yeah, dog. Thank you. Sir. Shout out to everybody in Oaxaca that's uh, not cross-eyed. I, t- I had somebody from Oaxaca. Right? I said, "Why is everybody cross-eyed in Oaxaca?" She said, "I'm from Oaxaca." <laughs> I said, "I said my bad, girl. Um, I don't know if you want that shot, bro. But if you do, oh we're no, do- I'm good, dog. Okay, we're gonna do a toast right much. here, dog. I know, I know. Uh, but I won't. Uh, Salute what my what Jesus. Do is this. Yeah, do the CBD water, dog. Spectrum, baby. All right. Baby. All right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow, that's amazing, dog. It's got a real like uh, smoky taste to it, dog. Yeah, the mezcal, man. It's, I love that shit. Ooh, really smoky, dog. Really, really smoky. I tell my friends, when you're with me, you drink double, because every drink that's bought for me, you get to have it. It's all good, <laughs> dog. I know. I know. I know you're about the sober life, dog. You know what I mean? Mm. Hey, let's uh, 
Let's talk. So, um, are, you, are you are you still vegan? Am I still am I still vegan? Are you vegan or I'm, I remember I'm, you were? I'm, I've never Let's been talk vegan. About it. I've never I've never been vegan. I've been I I clown a lot with that word, but I'm not vegan. I I attempted that for a while for a little while, but I was I became vegetarian about a year and a half ago. Okay. And um, yeah, man, trying to uh, yeah trying to to constantly stay over on you know the sober side bro it's, it's easier for me that way yeah absolutely yeah, it's easier uh you know alcohol is something um that just changes who i am it doesn't it has a different effect on me than other people i tell people i have an allergic reaction to alcohol yeah you know it yeah. just affects me differently than than the the peers around me it seems you know so you know. Yeah, no, I had a, I had I had a allergic reaction to methamphetamine when I used to do it, <laughs> and I just couldn't stop jacking off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, know, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, jackhammers. <laughs> Listen, man, more, um, yeah. jackhammers. You know what? Look, I, I don't know. Maybe is that how you got the name Lucky too? Is <laughs> but, dude, same shit. That's it. The breaking out and fucking porno, fucking. You know, oh, yeah, that's bro. it, dude. That's my. Yeah. That's some, you know, everybody has their tweak. Yeah. And that's yeah. So we're me and you are on the same page on that. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, bro, I'm over there. I fucking, I'm at Cookies. I'm blessed. I'm handling the vibe shit. Brand managing over at Cookies. Um, just love being that team and building more and more. And um, I got my brand Supermax, which is like, I just that brand's gonna do well no matter what because. The integrity of that brand is all built around. I'm just doing shit for me and my friends. That's dope, bro. You know, and while you're talking about these brands, it's got me thinking about the Hoodstocks brand, bro. And it's it's making me think that you know what I need to take this to the next level, dog. But you know, we we can have that conversation off off uh, air and shit. But you know, we talked about some high the high points in your life. Can we talk about low points in your life? <laughs> Sure, absolutely. And, and and when it comes to to, to big lux from Santa Monica and shit, I mean, what are low points that you've had to overcome in your life? Obstacles, barriers, shit that is kind of stunning your growth in, in certain times of your life, bro. Certain chapters. You know, um, I, I think it when I was a, you know when I was a kid, like a lot. I've talked about it on my show. A lot of people didn't think but i was you know i was picked on when i was a kid man i was bullied i was picked on i was like man i, I took so much fucking abuse bro I, and i was taking being at home i didn't want to catch another beating at school i didn't like it and and um and so i had to overcome that you know and i you know at some point in time i i you know punched punched this dude you know and the outcome of it changed everything for me you know so I overcame that with that solution. And then as you get older, you know, that's, there's different types of, different types of things that I've been up against. One, you know, there's some stuff that's, that's been with me my whole life. And that's, you know, my, uh, my, my, I don't even want to give it the energy of same battle with addiction. I, I wouldn't, I've just had my dance with the shit, you know? What kind of addiction are we talking about? Um, uh, heroin and methamphetamine. Yeah, right. heroin and methamphetamine. No, I, I mean, yeah. yeah. 
And I was, you know, I got turned, I got, I got turned out young. I was 17, man. You know, one of, one of my, one of my older homies fixed me, you know, and, and that was it, speedball. So, uh, you know, I, I, I liked, I liked intravenous drugs early on, and uh, that was, that was what was like, in the era that I grew up in. So many of like the guys that I wanted to be like or looked up to shot dope, man. Shot dope. It, it was part of, and it was just part of it. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like you would look at it and be like, all right, that's a liability for that guy. Or that's not, you know? It was, it looked at like that. It was like that, that was part of it, you know? It's part of the culture. And you got to be able to figure out, figure that out. I mean, has it ever been a detriment to you while working with these brands? Have you have the, any of the guys from Travis or the Hundreds or Cookies ever said, "Hey, my boy, this is kind of getting in the middle of what we're doing right here"? Absolutely, absolutely, it has, dude. Um, and I've talked about it too. I mean, like, well, I was I was probably going through some of my biggest struggles at the Hundreds, at the Hundreds. And it, and it came and it came birthed out of like some resentments and some shit that I didn't like the way they went down at Famous. And I kind of like had a resentment and some of that. And that was like, did, did, you, and, did you and Travis end, end on bad uh, terms? No, we never ended on bad terms. I resigned, I, I resigned and took my peace. And, but sometimes, watch, but sometimes, when, when, yeah, I get you, bro. But sometimes when, uh, when people resign, they, re, they, uh, it, uh, it's basically come to an end, and they said, "Hey, bro, I'm not gonna fire you, bro, but hey, you right. know what it is? Right? Let's just right. no. Let's that, have you resign. Right? No, that never happened with not with me and Travis. I I was seen signed early on. He didn't. They didn't. These dudes didn't know when I dropped my 30 days notice. Yeah, they had no idea that was coming. Okay. Yeah, I I, I was sniffing out things. That I was already seeing some change. Listen, man. I mean, and I'm not gonna say Travis changed because you gotta remember, Travis had a lot of money, bro. I mean, I, I mean, they're not trying to pull anybody's covers or anything, but this fucking guy was came with, into the fucking game, the clothing money. game, with money. Okay, yeah. right? Okay, so I mean, was, you was, operate differently when that's the case. Yeah, absolutely. You, I mean, you 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 operate with no fucks given. Well, there you go. I got the money. You know what I mean? This is a, this is a, that was a passion project for him. The, the the famous stars and straps, right? Well, let's see what it does. Right. Let's right. get the right dudes on the team. Let's get lucky. Right. 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 So you know he, he, that shit. You know. Um. Yeah, man. So. Then were, I, were you? I, I got. I was burned out with just how how it all went. I stepped. I stepped away, but it wasn't like a clean step away. I stepped away, and I just. I, I wasn't happy with it. What's oh. your what's your what's your favorite? If we can if we can order you a pie right now, what kind of pie would it be? A pie? What kind of a random question? Oh, what kind right. of pie would it be? Uh, chocolate cream. Chocolate cream. Okay, so at, at at Famous Stars and Straps, was your slice big enough, or was it or was it not? Like you know what I mean? Like hey, Man, you know, all this money. It was big enough. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't but, a money but, issue. But yeah, no, no. Listen, man, I don't mind giving you. 
I'm just gonna just throw something out there. Right? Got you, got you, Munchie. You and me. I'm not trying you, to pry, my boy. You no, know, feel comfortable about what you want to talk about. You and me. You, I have a lighter company. Got you. And I want you to sell that lighter for me. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna give you three percent. Three percent of everything you sell. And uh, so, and all the accounts, you know, what are you doing? So that's all good, bro. When I'm shipping, when you're shipping out, 100, 200, $300,000, right? You're good, dog. They're writing checks to me for fucking nine, twelve thousand. 12,000. You're doing good, right? But when you start writing me checks for $80,000 a month, Seventy-eight thousand a month. Wow, in commissions because now that three percent is now turning into three hundred thousand annually and more. It's going up. So, you know, that that's you know, man, was I at that point in time on paper with what I was promised and told? No, man, I wasn't. And somebody told me. Dude, that dude's giving you 3% of all the big business. And I knew what I had. And I was like, yeah. He was like, my sponsor told me, he goes, get that in writing, bro. It's all good. I know you love this guy. I know he's your boy. And it won't be weird, because if he's gonna do the right thing, it won't be weird. And I didn't pay attention to that advice. Because you about that homie love. That's my G right there. I'm yeah. from, uh, you from the streets, dog. Right, Dudes right. from the streets operate a little differently. Like, it's kind of like a handshake, my G. The word is the word, baby. Right. You know what I mean? But Right, dog. And and sometimes and you find out the hard way that not everybody's operating on the same page. Not everybody comes from where you come from. and Not everybody's got a man, you not got their word, right? I mean, sometimes it's slipping and it's sliding and the money's fucking getting the best of them. And it's, you know, and so... Dude, when I look at it from a from a business standpoint, man, it was like it was an opportunity to bring on those commissions could go to some other people that were going to further structure the company. So presidents started getting put in place, vice president. And when I saw like people I didn't know just coming out of nowhere is like get, the and, heads of fucking yeah and getting a, getting getting promoted to a bigger position than you here from the beginning yeah well i don't want to be those guys you know yeah. i'm happy with the commission sales guy yeah but yeah they're putting in these people that don't even don't even don't even i don't we don't even know who these guys are okay they're slipping in people that are now dictating how things are going to run to you to, to everybody. Yeah. And, and that's their job. That's what they're hired on to do. And you, of course you're going to take it personal. Like, who the fuck is this dude? Who's it? You're going to take fuck it personal. Gonna, homie, I built the motherfucker. Get you're your gonna, ass back in the motherfucking you, little fucking yeah. cubicle, homie. You just came out of Yeah. So I feel like, it, though. So, you a street dude. Right, man. And so you should like, feel like that. Because I feel like that right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean? I was, I, so it, it, it went down, man. And you know, dude... I learned, I learned because of that though, man. Like, another one. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, and, and, and we'll just be real clear, man. Like, Absolutely. I'll be, I'll be really, really, really honest this right now. This is hood stocks, doggy. This is what we do here. If Travis Barker were to listen to this, 
that little move for me cost me in the tune of a million or millions of dollars, brother. You know, it wasn't me getting sour about some bullshit. Like the reason that I was sour and I bumped, it was to the tune of that, dude. It was the tune of that. So that's that's not that's not that's that's different than hey man, we're just gonna do this. It's a different story, dude. So you know, I, I was bummed out, whatever, and uh, I took a personal, okay, if I'm gonna do it, whatever, and I kinda, I, that was eventually, I ended up relapsing after having some time sober. A long time sober, not a long time, but five years. Yeah, and you relapsed back on heroin? Um, meth. Meth. Meth, by you that sh- point in time, I was, yeah, yeah, you shooting meth. Um, I was, I was, the shooting meth career didn't last that long, I was snorting it. Snorting it more than anything, I just snorted it, um, and 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 I would you know I would do that for a number of days, and then I would shoot some heroin for a couple of days and come down. And yeah. That was like my get down. But all that happened, and I'd relapse, and 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 listen, bro, I'd built up a you know I, I don't listen, man. The relationships with my family, my place in my community. I sat on the board of directors, the people youth family center. It's in my neighborhood, you know. Like, I had, I had worked at doing some intervention work in the city, um, in in Los Angeles, and, and like I, I had, um, I had gone, you know, I'd gone through rehab. I put my life back together. I had a history in prison, and so through this company, I, I had homes, and I was. Doing, doing good. I was taking care of a lot of people, and huh, this, but all this stuff at some point in time for uh, uh, somebody who's got what I got, um, all this great stuff started to uh, feel the accolades started to become feel like weight. Like I was now like the poster boy of like these brands. Success. Yeah, like get, getting out and doing the right thing, and I was I was speaking for I was speaking with the with the with the the treatment center that I went through that works with formerly incarcerated, and I, so I'm like I'm with them too, kind of their poster boy. So I'm like this guy. So a lot of things are happening. And it started. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of pressure. Felt like a lot of weight to me. It's a lot of pressure, bro. Bought some homes and did that whole thing and got to experience. You still own any of the homes? No. I, when I burn shit down, bro, I burn it all down. As you should, my G. When I burn shit down, dog, I fucking I go yeah. out with fucking dirt on my face, homie. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I really I, fucked When I hit up. that county jail, homie, you know it was my time to, to go in there, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah, go yeah. in there, homie, looking good, dog. No. When I hit that county jail, dog, they, 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 they throw me a couple sopas, homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know? And a couple motherfucking, and a Cadillac, homie. It's come to you know that. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. play with it, dog. And I mean, a snicker. And a Snickers, yep, I mean, for that sure. Sugar, that sugar fix, dog. Sometimes yeah, dog, you need that, baby. Gotta, yeah, bro. The, the come down will treat you like that sometimes, dog. You know what I mean? And while you're at it, I mean, I'll take a cup of Pruno, homie. I smell yeah. that shit over there, dog. You know what I mean? I see yeah. you motherfuckers in that bunks over there right there in East Max, homie. Super Max, dog. You know what I mean? Hardware, dog. You know we fuck with yeah. that shit. You know we fuck yeah. with that shit. Super Max Give me a cup, wear. motherfucker. Tumbler. That's it. With the picked Joker face on that yeah, shit. Yeah, man. That's it. That top was going down. Yeah. So yeah, man, we, we you know, 
um, and and it's it's been some struggles, man. I I burned that shit down, and then uh, was very very fortunate to rebuild it, it rebuild back up to an extent with you know the hundreds in place, you know, and have that experience. But that was short. Was that you know, redemption? It wasn't redemption, but. Was it? Was it? Was it was it, weird because was it? Was it like, hey, Travis, look at me now, motherfucker. No, 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 no. It was, uh, as a matter of fact, it was on the down low in the beginning because he felt he didn't like those guys. He didn't like those guys. Competition. He didn't like those guys. Competition is competition, baby. So uh, it was on the DL. But listen, man, I. I can't, I can't explain it, man. Like, if you've got, like, some people have come up to me and they've said, hey, Lucky Man, are you fucking best sellers in the world, man. I could give you anything you could. And I go, I tell them, no, man. I'm not that guy. I can't just sell anything. I've never sold anything in my life, I tell them. I've never sold one thing in my life. All I've done is I've shared some great things that I'm working on. I've shared stuff that I love, that I'm like all excited about, right? These things, and when I just share that, whatever's supposed to sell or not sell happens. But I'm simply sharing. So if I'm getting at is that if I don't believe in what it is, I can't sell it, brother. It doesn't Absolutely. matter how much money you give me. It's the way you were raised, huh? You a street dude, dog. Street dudes function like that, my G. If your heart ain't into it, into it, dog, what you gonna do, dog? Why the fuck am I gonna be right here half stepping, dog? And, and and that 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 is the value of Lucky. You, Lucky believes in this. Now that's all we need. Let him, let that boy go, and let him share. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's all I'm doing, man. With these, and I think. Because I, yeah, I've had these account bases or these accounts for the, but everywhere I've gone, I've sat over design, direction, merchandising, production, development, marketing, digital marketing. I mean, everything, everything. I've done every part of, of this. This is my, you know, I'm a garmento at heart. Like, this is what I've done with my life. I've put the hours in, man, to do to learn this business from a bottom to top, man. I'm still, don't get me wrong, I'm still learning. But I, you know, man, I am, I make clothing, man. I make clothing for a living, man. That's what, that's my thing that I brought to the planet, you know? Look, Lucky, people go to college for this, brother. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't even, I, yeah. People go to college, they get degrees to learn what you learned from the streets, from the from the trial and error, the you know what I mean the, the the passion, the love, all heart into it. You know what I mean building relationships, people liking to deal with you. Well, let me say this to you, man, and I think that you might feel I think you might feel the same way because I look over at you and what you're doing and who and who you are, and I I think I had an opinion that is maybe more popular now than it was when I had the opinion as a kid. And you wanna know what that opinion is? I 
ain't that excited about your fucking college degrees. I don't think, I don't think I'm gonna be okay without your college degree. As a matter of fact, I think I can do good without one. You hear me? I, I was, I don't even wanna go back and get my fucking high school diploma, my GED, or fuck all you motherfuckers with that shit, man. I don't need that shit. I don't need it. Oh, you need it for something. I don't need it. Well, you're gonna need the GED. I don't need it. I don't need any of that shit, man. That, that shit is for somebody, but it's not for me. You know, I don't think they've been teaching our kids what they need to fucking be teaching our kids in school. They're teaching them about some fucking lollygag, fake-ass story of Napoleon over here eating pie with some Indians and some shit. They know, like, that's the shit. They're, they're all lies and bullshit. So I didn't feel the importance. I don't, I'm not saying if that's, if you're feeling like you have something, you want to be a doctor in your heart, well, you can't take that type of attitude. You got to go to college. I'm not saying that. If that, but if you don't feel that, and today what we're starting to find out is that a lot of kids are going to school and they're working at Starbucks. They're coming home with a <laughs> four-year degree. And they're yeah, that's true. And they're working at Starbucks. It's, dude, it's for real. It's intense degrees, bro. So you almost have to have a trade and a degree these days if you want to try and function. But anyways, so I, I, I feel like early on, I, it's like anything else, dude. Who told me that I couldn't? It's kind of like who told me that I needed to have that? Don't, man. I saw more value in my Ooh. friendships. Ooh. Relationships. I find building. more value in building that way, brother. And it's all come back to relationships. It's all. You can dress it up. You can dress it up however you want. You can put some skinny jeans on that bitch. I don't give a fuck. You can do whatever you want, dog. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. But it's all just little relationships, dude. Yeah. Think about it, dog. It's all just relationships. And how you want to foster those relationships or let those relationships drift away and die, right? Casey, talk to him real quick. I'm gonna come back on relationships because relationships is fucking huge, bro. A huge, as uh, Beavs, young Beavs would say, a huge. Mm. Right, well, hold on, I gotta take a leak, but hold right, on real quick. We wanna come back to that. Okay. We wanna come back to Relationships, we'll come back on We're coming back to relationships, then we'll do some current events after that. What's up with it? The news anchor's back. It's current yeah. events, what's up? Woo! Throw a motherfucker, drop one of Clue's bombs on that shit. This thing is bad. I like this. So when you were in San Francisco, did you ever uh, link up with uh, Benny Gold? Uh, no, I, I linked up with Benny Gold down here. Oh, really? In L.A. through, I think through Ben. Yeah. I think through Ben Hundreds introduced. We had lunch and we worked on worked on something together too but it was through it was through the hundreds ah yeah because benny was out he i mean he had a shop in san francisco he recently closed it about like two years ago what happened to benny gold he he uh he closed his he closed the like his business and he uh he's working in advertising for uh wait a minute so benny gold doesn't exist it doesn't exist anymore i have i have a piece like one of the last pieces that he made because i was going to school up there in san francisco Damn, dog, that was a good name. Yeah, it w yeah, it was, it was, and yeah, now he works at advertising the the, the Got Milk Advertising Company, I believe they're. Oh, fuck, I don't remember the name. I have to look it up. But the the dudes that created the Got Milk ad, 
Really? That are in San Francisco? Yeah. He works advertising for them now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. New chapter in his life. Awesome. Hey, hey, you know what, dog? I have a degree. I have, I have a no. I have a degree in fucking up relationships, dog. Me I got too. a I got a degree in fucking up relationships. <laughs> you want to know how to fuck up a relationship? Yeah. Two one three eight four two. You know the motherfucking yeah. number, dog. Yeah. You know what, dog? Relationships. Let me get this to you, my G. So you ain't going around this obstacle right here. We got all this shit right here. Uh, relationships, dog. They're huge, dog. I was raised, dog, to fuck relationships up, dog. You know what I mean? And and now this point in my life, my G, it's all about. Maintaining relationships, you know, building bridges, bro. Like we're doing right now, we're building a bridge right here. We 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 will forever have a bond from this relationship that we're building right now, just right here on the podcast, right here on the fly, dog. Absolutely, nothing is scripted, dog. You know what I mean? And who knows what me and you do from here? Who knows, right. dog? You know what I mean? But relationships are the bigger than any motherfucking degree out there, bro. You know what Absolutely. I mean? You can have a degree, but you can be socially fucking retarded, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? How many motherfuckers got all their motherfucking plaques on the wall, but they can't have a motherfucking right. conversation one-on-one -on -one with a motherfucker, dog? You know what I mean? I mean, you've heard that term your whole life. It's not what you know. It's who you know. It's who yeah, you know. It's, it's who you know, dog. You know, so like, and, and some stuff you do have to know, you know, if that's w where you're going with it. But yeah, it's, but it is relationships. Even in that stuff, it's about relationships. They're just more formal, you know? But it's, it's, and they've served me, man. Like, listen, man. I, I, you know, I have two beautiful, wonderful kids, man. And, uh, and a grandson. I'm very, very blessed and very lucky, man. And I'll tell you, man. You know, man, I really, really, really try and put into practice, man, um, you know, trying to, to help and better this place, man, and, and foster relationships and explain to people or friends or young homies that are coming up that, you know, all of us are connected in a way. And, like, I try and explain the whole concept of, like, I can't tell you how many times in my life I looked out for, like, a guy that used to work in the warehouse. And I go back into that account five years later with a brand, and that guy's now a director of merchandising. Treating people He's the right. guy signing my checks, right? He's yeah. like, Lucky, I'll buy everything from you, man. You used to bring this famous on Christmas. You got me that sweatshirt. Like, little shit like that. Come, dude, I've had it happen so many fucking times. I get chills thinking about it, man. It it works like that, man. And I and I really believe that. With that being said, like you just don't know who's who. So you better just treat people right. Just, just treat people. Like, how hard is it just to be civil? Just to say thank you at Starbucks. Those fucking, man, what if you had to work at Starbucks? Would you be fucking happy about it? That's how I think about that shit, man. I'm like, this fucking guy's already fucking having to work at Starbucks. He's not probably not real excited about that. You know, it's I mean, morning time. I you mean, probably I mean, had to get there at five. I mean, every time I go to Starbucks, they're like, they're like, have a good day. 
We yeah. love you. Yeah. See you tomorrow morning. They said, just you don't jack us. ugly motherfucker. Yeah. Because they're scared you're going to fucking jack them. That's why. No, dog. <laughs> hey, we need to be talking about McDonald's because I think Starbucks is giving you retirement, homie. They give you money to go to school, dog. If you, I mean, I think Starbucks, dog, is stepping their game up. But shout out to Starbucks, dog. I mean, uh, they, ain't, they, they, they have yeah. not contributed to this platform, no how uh -huh. whatsoever, except for the coffee. <laughs> that I buy. <laughs> you know, but hey. Reach out. Bro, Lucky, can we do phone calls, bro? People oh, want to talk yeah, to you, though. Yeah, brother. Let's do phone calls. Let's open up. You guys have it wired like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got phone calls. Yeah, let's do phone calls, dog. Come on. People are already calling Come me, on. dog. So let me, let me. Come on. Yeah, let's do Damn, phone calls. Man, you guys are pro. Are you <laughs> professional? I love it, man. This is great. Hell yeah. I'm glad you're having a good time. I'm, I, dude, I am. This is a legendary conversation. Right here, if you ask seriously. Me, dog. This is. This is a story, bro. You, this needs to be on fucking Netflix, dog. This got, story, this, this needs to be on Netflix. This is an amazing story, I wanna, dog. Lucky, I want to know what your favorite film is, man. Me? Yes. Oh, God. At least, at least give me like top three. At least give me yeah, decades okay. or top four or five, at least decades. God damn, Come dog. Come on, I know. I don't yeah, say don't say American that. Me because that's his favorite oh, porno, dog. <laughs> he, he jacks off to American Me. He likes grown man. men with mustaches and creased <laughs> pants, dog. I mean, nothing turns him on more than a <laughs> old fucking cholo, dog. Hey, hold on, we got a phone call right here. You put it on me. I let it marinate, Lucky. Okay. Let yeah, it yeah, marinate. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I got you. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us, baby. What's up, Lucky? It's Wolf. What up, Wolf? Talk what to up, me, baby. Wolf? What's cracking, honey? What's up? To lucky from Santana. What's up, Santa Monica? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. What's going on, man? Shout out to my heart radio familia. That's right. What's hey, going dog, on? you know, like... That's a West Sider right, right there, now, not Harbury, my boy. Right now, what chopping it up with? Uh-huh. I just chopped it up with my fan band, you know, like, as far as the, um, the devil that I created with my little young females because... I was that start of that, 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 let's do this, let's do that. You know, like as far as, let's say hi, let's fucking go over here, put in some work. And now that I change, and I come back, these motherfuckers are still at it, you know, and we can't change that fan band. And, and they don't even, they don't even want to try to chill me because like, be more younger, you're younger. Different level, and I, I just have respect to you, Lucky Sansu, Lucky from Santa Monica, dog, and I just want to say my love, sister, and just like that's right, Wolf. We appreciate you. Thank you for the call. How, how, how can I stop that that monster I created from the gate, dog? Like they they, they tell me like you didn't create me, dog. Like no, I did because you never smoked that crack. You never fuck, I put that lingo to your fucking lips, that's it. I took you to that two short concert, darling. You know, you're <laughs> fucking that dick right there. What's up? <laughs> yeah, shout out to Too Short. Short dog in the house. Hey. But, but you, but you feel me though? Like, yeah. I, I, I never, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want them to go that route and they're like, dog, you be your team, I'm going to do my team. Yeah. And, yeah. and but they're still down for the hood, dog. All my Monteros, dog. All my SGBers. Just, it's just, I just, I hurt. Because I just see my little primo, dog, where they're like, they don't even want to show me no more, dog. Because they're just like, ah, primo, you're a fucking whack, fool. Well, 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 
How can I inspire them to do right, bro? When I'm just like, I'm still doing wrong. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm still doing wrong. Hey man, look at bro. If you do, you gotta get doing right yourself. And once you're doing right, you're gonna be the example for them to see. And they're gonna be attracted to that. And that's when they're gonna ask you, how you do that? And that's when you're gonna be able to share with them. Not everybody's gonna come and ask you. Not everybody's hey, gonna look, go. Look, I, I, try, I tried that dog, mm. and they didn't want to chill me no more, dog. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I fucking, I call them, and I'm like, hey, dog, let's come on here to the picnic. We're chilling with the family. They don't want to chill me, dog. It's just, it hurts me, bro. Yeah, sometimes you got to give it a little bit of time, bro, and focus on you. Give them some time and some space, and take some time for yourself, man, to take care of you. And, I, man, those, the family things, man, they have a way of working themselves out when we pull ourselves together. It's real, it's, it's funny, but things work like that, man. Take some time for you, man. Don't focus on them right now. Focus on you. And I think that you're going to be surprised with the outcome of that. Wise words from the OG right here. Wolf, we love you, dog. Thank you for calling in, brother. Take the words and run with it, baby. Much, much respect to all you fools. Thank you, dog. I speak answers all day. Absolutely, All right, dog. Let's go to the next phone call. Uh, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. You're, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Next call. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us, baby. Bueno, bueno. No. Yo, what up, G? What's up? Hey, my fellas, right here. What up, homie? Hey, homie, I just want to say, Lucky, uh, the other Lucky was speaking about be civil. You don't know who is who, and you know what? I just wanted to follow up with that. Mm-hmm. He said, they don't make them like that no more. And we got to remember how older homies say, make a homie that's great with them. Yeah, say that. Speak on that. You know what I mean? We we need a we need an upright, I mean uplift each other. And um yes. the homies are speaking with some real shit, you know. With common courtesy goes a long way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you know, we gotta bring that shit back. You know what I mean? Um especially as a community as a whole. Yes. But um hey, yo you fellas have a good day. I just wanna send my That's right, homie. Thank you, brother. Stay up. Yeah. You're on Hoodstocks, talk to us. Hey, you fellas have a good day. Uh-huh. Take the turn down the volume in the background, my G. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just want to shout out to my homie, Big Lucky. Oh, who's that? It's Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. That's my What's boy that? up there in Washington. That's a hard luck. That's one of our hard yeah, luck yeah. guys right there. He, he's our artist. Yeah. Hey, thank you, brother, for calling in. Hey, no, no problem, man. I'll let you guys go though. Yeah, brother. A big shout out to Tattoo Life, dog. Hey, you're my man, brother. I'll catch up with Thanks, you this man. week, all right? Shout out and to you guys in the hard luck. Yeah, keep listening, right? Keep listening to Hoodstocks. And the hard luck yeah, uh, podcast, baby. Yes, sir. We're here to promote both. Good luck, you, out. Thank yeah. you, Is there, is this a, is it, did you answer a call or is it? They were they were ringing off the hook. They they'll come. They'll come. Oh okay. I thought, okay. No, I thought I was waiting. Go so what's on, up, ladies. favorite? Don't film? be scared, ladies. <laughs> ladies, are you? Uh, I mean, are you single, bro? Or what? Yeah, I'm single. You're single. I'm single right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, with all these, we got a phone call right here, but we'll talk about the single life right now, dog. Yeah, I mean, and the movies. Because they, they, they got all these uh, dating apps nowadays, dog, that you can really fuck with, dog. Like, uh, And I've Tinder. never, I've never been on one yet. I've Today's never, ever been on one of those I mean, this is your yet. time to be a filthy whore on those right now, dog. I mean, all right, all right. you know, I put some right. put some oil on your, you know what I mean, flex <laughs> on, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, put that yeah, as a yeah. profile picture yeah. on me. Saying I'm taking all fades, ladies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ripped up at fifty. At fifty. I mean, you yoke, bro. You yoke. Ripped you, it up at fifty. Hey, you, you want hoodstocks? Talk to us. Hey, what's happening, Lucky man? Shout out to both of them, Luckies right there, man. Much love to both of you guys, man. Just yeah. to touch, just to touch base on uh, our boy from San Diego, man. What he was talking about, packs, man. Always, always recognize who you're speaking to. Always, you just never know. Always treat people with respect, man. That's the mm. main thing that's going wrong in this nation and in this world right now yes. is the lack of respect. Yep. So, you know, much love to both of you gents, man. And uh, thank you for pushing that real positivity up there. And uh, much love to both of you guys. Man. Yeah, yeah nah, thank you, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you, my G. Love, respect. That's I'm, right, brother. Yeah, enjoy your Sunday, brother. Work week coming up. I mean, for some, the work, you know what I mean? Unless you're like big lug dog right here, you know what I mean? You catching the residuals, you know what I mean? On the fly, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, shit. <laughs> it's work. It works six days a week, baby. Six days a week. It don't, it don't stop. Sunday is the, Sunday is family day. Sunday is family day. Sunday is dedicated to the family. I see my grandson, my son, and my daughter on every Sunday. We have lunch together. We go to the park. We do whatever. And Wednesdays, I go see my grandson on my own. I see you posting pictures of your grandson. Yeah. He's a he's a good looking little oh, dude. Oh, he's a little, little, just a little angel, man. So. I mean, how is it being a grandfather, bro? Like, what it's kind of- it's very special to me, bro. You got to remember, I was gone through like one to you know one to four with my boy, one to one to four, and then I was gone again, like six to ten. Right? What, what, what kind of what kind of cases you catching, dog? Uh, I mean, I mean, what with your prison stints? I mean, you don't got you don't got to get into details, but like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know, had, but like you I know, had an assault. I went and went. I had an assault, and then I had a armed robbery. This is what I was finally charged with: armed robbery, and then um, I had a possession and sales case. Gotcha. Yeah. So, fought a third strike and all that shit. Um, How was your time on some of these California prison yards? I was, I was, I was lucky enough. I was lucky enough um, I was lucky I, first I want to say I was lucky enough to be schooled by some dudes, man and shout out shout out to shorty from florence lab rebel i'm talking about lebke i know lebke don't peanut from norwalk i mean peanut from rpe's man dude there there was there's there's a handful of dudes that really like schooled me you know and so um i went I, i was in there you know and and you know i ended up catching more time in these places i ended up Catching a shoe term, I ended up um, jacking my points up, you know. And I, I arrived at prison to place to a place like Avenal, but quickly, 
I've been to Avenal. There you go. Yeah, Six Yard. I was on Six Yard. Oh, were you? Yeah, I, I heard it's no good. Was that I, heard, work? I heard Avenal's no good no more. I was there in a pro violation, though. I it's was, a low-level yard at the right, time. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I was there in 92. Okay. And uh, I was there, and then got, you know, got off. And, went, and, and then from that point on, kind of that, that, I don't want to say career, but now you're building that history behind bars. All that stuff stays with you. So now I'm quickly being moved up to four yard, following the shoe program, and and that's where I did. That's where I did a lot of my time, and my terms were all primarily four yards. I did a little three yard, Susanville, Lassen yard. I've been on Susanville three yard too, Lassen yard, and I've been on the Sierra yard as well. There you go. Yeah, I've been there, I've been to Susanville twice. And then and I, I hate and I hate that ride from uh, motherfucking uh, uh, God damn. yeah from okay. from uh, uh, what, what's the reception? So, Wasco? Not Wasco, the other one. Delano. 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 I hate yeah, the Delano. fucking ride. I, I've never been to Wasco. I've been to Delano every time for reception, dog. And I hate that ride from Delano to motherfucking Susanville. And the first time I went to Susanville, bro, was in uh, I believe 1996, dog. And I mean, I was in, I went to Susanville, dog, and that's when it was crazy, bro, because. When I when I in Delano, bro, they gave us they gave us a peanut butter and jelly. No, it wasn't they didn't have jelly. It was a peanut butter sandwich, bro. <sighs> and that motherfucker was huge. <sighs> it huge. It had a gang of peanut butter. And I realized why I had so much peanut butter because if you if you ate that peanut butter sandwich, you weren't gonna have to take a shit on that fucking fifteen yeah, hour motherfucking yeah, bus ride, homie. That shit just yeah. stopped me up. But I but I remember hitting Sierra Yard, bro, going to the fucking the middle part where it's medical and all that shit, yeah, dog. Yeah. And I remember I went out from R and R, bro, and I was on a the line. They 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 the, the tower. Uh, uh, puts the yard not down but for line movement to open up that part of the yard for sure. people to walk through sure. dog you know what I mean they stop moving yeah on. yeah to stop the movement and I remember everybody was up up right there to see the new fish right the people new people coming in sure. and shit dog sure. and I remember I seen all these fools dog and I said damn they they Mexican, they raza, uh -huh. they brown skinned brothers. Uh -huh. But I said, man, they don't look like homies because they had the they had the pants. They were rolled up. They they, they rolled their pants up, and 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 they just had a different stilo, dog. And then I started seeing a bunch of these dudes turning around, bro, and long ass fucking tails, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I said, oh shit, those are Nathaniel's, and they yep. were deep as fuck. And I said, damn, yeah. homie, because they, they always said Susie House rocks in the '90s. Susie House yeah. rocks, homie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and so I was on this side of the yard and as i got to the other side of the yard all of a sudden three buttons the pia shirts the blue yeah. button up shirts bam you know what i mean the creases the shined up motherfucking boots homie yeah. the homies bop what's yeah. happening homie yeah. you know what i mean and i said oh shit okay we just as deep as these motherfuckers i think i won't be okay you know what i mean i mean we gonna be okay no matter what yeah. dog. Yeah, you know what i mean but i was just like whoa for a minute i was like Phew. You know what I mean? This, this, you know what I mean? And, and it was crazy because when I, I got put on Sierra Yard that time, dog, and they put me in a dorm with nothing but Nathaniel's, dog, and just a couple homies, bro. No, matter of fact, I think I was the only homie in there. And the homies came up and they said, hey, dog, just chill here for a night, dog. We're going to get you out of this dorm, bro. Don't trip. And I said, I'm cool, dog. Whoop dee whoop whoop. You know what I mean? I'm puffing right. my chest, dog. I was 18 years old, dog. And I said, I got this shit. Don't trip. But I ain't going to lie, dog. That night, I didn't sleep, dog. Why? Because right. I was laying like this, dog, with my eyes open. And I had my eyes on all these motherfuckers, dog. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You know, right. I, you ain't going to catch me slipping on my game. I think I fell asleep with my boots on, to be, uh, to be yeah. honest with you, dog. You know what I mean? Rightly so. Yeah, absolutely. Shit, I ended up here up, up, up in Corcoran, up on that four yard. 
uh, up in Lancaster on the four yard. And yeah, man, and I got to do, you know, my time with primarily with, with, with a lot of solid individuals, man. A lot of solid individuals, you know. A lot of these people are, I, I'm sending my respects and my love up up to the state, man, the state of California, to all my homies, and whatever state you're in, but to my homies uh, and my camaradas that are still locked up. I left a lot of people there, man. You're leaving a four-yard. A lot of these dudes weren't didn't have dates and were coming home, you know? Um, and so with that being said, uh, and some have, a few have, uh, but, man, dude, it's... Uh, it, doing time with those guys, I just, uh, it's just a more consistent way to live. And yeah, the odds are up, but I'd rather have the odds up and be in good company and live, live, live right, you know, than, than, than go the other way, man. So yeah, man, and that might, uh, I've been off parole for over 20 years now. I paroled, I think, in 99. So look for you on that, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, we don't all have to be in prison to be in prison. You know, so. You know, Preach! Like, well, and, uh, explain I, I, that. Explain that. Well, you know, because I tell you, man, with the, I've been in prison band with my own demons, you know. And, are, are you in prison right now? No. No? No, I'm not in prison right now. I mean, sometimes when you have demons, there's got to be a point in time where you're just like, you know what? Like, I can't beat you, motherfuckers. Like, I, you just recruited me to the demon team. You know what I mean? Are you recruited yeah, to the yeah, demon yeah, team right yeah. now? Yeah, no, I, I... No. Definitely, I... No, man, I feel like... I feel like a lot, a lot, a lot has changed at at turning fifty, bro. I gotta tell you, man. Like it just my whole perception of all of it has changed at fifty. The arrival of my grandson. Um, I didn't speak to my daughter. She wouldn't speak to me for about four years, and we started speaking again. It's like I don't know. I have a different. I just have a different take on like stuff like that these days yeah you know? um, yeah man I'm, I'm a hard headed case brother and and a lot of stuff has just come from just plain getting old you know um, but yeah man you know so I've, I've had some I've had some some wins man I've had some victories but in between those victories there's been a lot of uh, self-inflicted shit you know that I created. You know, um, are you are you still going through self-inflicted uh, uh, scenarios, situations? Um, not right now. I'm not going through self-inflicted situations. So everything is by choice now. Yeah, absolutely, as it should. Fifty years old, baby. I mean, you got There comes a point in time where you gotta just live with the person we are, right? Yep. And the decisions that we make. And they're no longer uh, uh, self-inflicted, uh, you know, wounds or whatever you want to call it, right? right? You know right, what I mean? Right, like this, right, is, right. this is what it is. Yeah. This is yeah. what it is. Yeah. And there comes a point in time where you got to own up to what it is. Yeah. And, and, and live with it and feel good about it. <clears throat> I mean, 
Let me take a leak. Sorry. <laughs> hey, let's talk let's about. talk about your favorite film. This, this dude's dude working like a fire hydrant today. Lucky. Come I'm on. glad I'm not the only one that's jumping up and down. I thought I was gonna be like interrupting it all the time. I'm glad. No, you're good. So, um, okay. Uh, um, uh, okay. So, two, two off the top. Two off the top. Goodfellas. Okay. Apocalypto. Oh, okay. Those are two. I think there's like, I, I've got to have like a top five, bro. Yeah. Yeah, top threes and then ones, and that shit ain't real for me. I got to have like a solid top five. And then, and you know what, man? The Godfather 2 is right there, dude. So yeah. I would, if I had to take three, it would be Goodfellas, Godfather 2. And Apocalypto. Hell yeah. You know? I, I, I mean, fuck, dude. The fucking, man, dude. Yeah, that's How what I'm saying by decade. You may have to do it by decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have to go down like that. It has to go down by decade. You know, Kramer versus Kramer is one of my favorite films. Ordinary yeah. People is another one of my favorite films. That's what's like, or, who's Ordinary uh, People with? Is it, does that have uh, Brad Pitt in it? No. Nope. Who or, does that have in it? Ordinary People is... Um, is Timothy Hutton okay. was the star, and then um, his dad, who's his dad? Timothy Hutton's dad played, and Mary Tyler Moore played his mom. Yeah, Ordinary People, oh, oh, that came out in, in like uh, the 80s, 83 or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need to step my game up on that, dog. Uh, I feel like I know Kramer? that movie. Have you seen Kramer vs. Kramer? Yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, man, the acting in that film, man, just, I, my mom was a theater actress, and so uh, she, we, I grew up as a young kid, and my mom would take me to like plays, off-Broadway plays, and she was really important for her to share the theater and the arts, you know what I'm saying? And my mom really like, uh, we, you know, like the, you know, actors like Al Pacino and Dustin Hoffman, and these films were important to my mom, and important for us to watch, and and I really got like, because it was like class. You were studying it, right? Yeah, man. And, and, yeah. and I feel like I know what real cinema is because of my mom teaching me about Fellini and and, and early Italian films and like and, and just you know all of it, man. Like my mom really like she gave me that. She gave me that love for cinema and theater. You know, not many kids were going to theatrical plays at my age, you know? And I wasn't happy about it when I was going, you know? <laughs> the fuck? Like, hey, dog, what are you I doing mean, tonight? Yeah. You're like, you don't even want to know. And all, the, and all the guys act real funny, you know? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it wasn't like that, man. Like, I wasn't always happy about it, but I grew, I, I, I grew to love it, man. And, How come um, you never got into acting, bro? I don't, I just never, it seemed like uh, I was. I always felt like I was better off being behind the scenes, and the guys I were with seemed like they were more the focal the, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either, and not just Esteban in cartoon, but you know the Cypress or whoever. You know, like some of these different people that I rolled with. You know, and 
I was more like the business guy behind. But when I went up to San Francisco, and it ch changed some major things in my life, I started for the first time in my life, really I started to ask myself the questions of what it was that I wanted to do and what was it that I was bringing to this experience of life. Like what, what, what was it that I'm really, really deep down inside I'm supposed to, you know, feel like I need to do it. And Lucky, but at this time that you're having this epiphany of like where you need to be at in life, were you in a treatment program? Yeah. You were in a treatment yeah, yeah, program. Yeah, yeah. So you're sobered up, you're leveled out. Yeah, as I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. As I get sober in that process, like six months into it, I start like, man, because I'm not doing clothing at the time. Now I'm being proposed to work and go to go to school and get a couple certifications and work in treatment. So now I'm like working in treatment because I finished I finished treatment and that treatment center asked me to come work for them. So now I'm working there and I'm starting to think about what I'm going to do and what I want to do. And I really have I've had I have store I have I have stories that are important to me that I want to share with the world. I have my story. I want to, uh, you know, I've, I've got 400 pages of my book. I want to tell my story. And I also, you know, a huge part of me just really hates how our community is portrayed in film, man. Like, I, they've never gotten it right. Very few times. And I, I feel like me and Esteban and a couple other people around me could could do a better job at making film and TV. I just absolutely, know. I agree, bro. So, really, down at the core of it was to create media, man. To you know, to create media, man. Like I had the ideas that started sparking in TV shows, and I want to do a podcast and, and develop. And then I got involved in a documentary. That's all about the Four Corners in West LA, with Charlie Chacon from Cobra City, and 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 I'm a producer on that film. We're we have a we have a TV show that we've created the whole deck for, and so there's you know that's something that's become really really passionate to me is learning that learning and understanding how to create create film and TV and. and content of that variety um i just feel like i feel like those there's a lot of important stories that need to be told and those stories need to be told by the people that the stories are of you know and um you know that's what you know i want to tell about where i grew up i want to tell about the history of the area i grew up in before it's all gone with google and whole foods and um yeah, man. So, so that's that media. We, you know, we started a media company. That media development is something that now, like, you ask why I haven't. I, like, nowadays, I'm more open to something like that. I'm more open to to all that, you know. But um, that was why I didn't act. But I, I sure, I, I love, I love uh, the arts, man. That's what really makes my 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 blood pump dude really man i really really love 
you know, all forms of creativity, bro. Um, but cinema, cinema, man, I like it. Absolutely, though. So you know, I'm gonna have my hands in there, man. And I can't, I can't leave the apparel business. It's in my blood. Yeah. You know, it's 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 just I'll always make clothes, man. I enjoy it. I. Uh, yo, what the heck? We're getting rained on right now, yeah, bro. That's crazy. Is there a leak right here, bro? We're getting, we're getting, we're getting rained right out there, umbrella. <laughs> is what is it? Okay, so this is the first time this happens right here, bro. But yeah, we're getting, I'm getting rained on right now. But yeah, hey, so, man, that's, that's kind of, uh, that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm doing. You know, I'm doing the apparel stuff. I'm doing some of the, some of the media stuff and, you know, plan on, plan on being a, uh, plan on being a provider of content, man. For real, bro. Like, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to really get some, some important stories told. What know? kind of what kind of stories are we are we aiming for right now, bro? You know, it's, With, it's without trying to ruin what you have in the mix, but just to kind of like you know a little, little teaser, right? Um, oh man, without giving up too much, I'm doing a documentary on real female gang members where we take you know we follow six six that were deep in the gang deep in active in prison and shootings and, and three of the women change their lives completely but the other three have it. They're burying their sons, so no. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we're simply just bringing you the story. We don't sit on a position on it. You get what I'm saying? We're just presenting it. So that's like a project that I'm working on. That I think there's importance there, man. I think there's some important stories there. I think there's a lot to be gained from that, you know? Um, you know, there's there's stories about our culture. There's stories about what we do on a daily, daily, daily uh, basis, man. That I, I, you know, I I want to tell. There's certainly a lot of stories about where I grew up in the West Side, and a lot there. Um, you know, my my partner has a lot of American Indian stories. He's framed. He wants to and I think that our production company kind of falls into that brown and American Indian. Those are the types of films that we're talking about putting out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, bro. Those are important, bro. And I think that I I think I kind of kind of fall into a space where it's about. Listen, man, I'm not going to say that, that there's not some gang culture there. So it's street culture, it's gang culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a low rider culture, so it's, so it's a it's a it's a lot of things, and I think that I think with some of those things, you've got to be conscious about the way that those stories are being told. Obviously, not everything has to be told, you know. It's so a, yeah, it's a it's a fine line, bro. You it's have a, and to, it's a slippery slope as well. It is, and yeah. you 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 really have to. Um, and I don't think there's a lot of people that understand it. 
I don't think there's a lot of people that understand. I think that's a real, it, that's an art in itself to negotiate those lines correctly. Absolutely. And not not and not anybody can be in that position to navigate those fucking lines. Exactly. You know, you, you got to be a, a well-rooted individual in the community to uh, be a part of those type of fucking, uh, uh, you know. Yep. Absolutely. Programs. And, and you know what, man? It's uh. And you listen, man, it's, things come with that, dude, you know, there's a lot that comes along with that, bro, too, you know, be coming from where we come from, you know, there's, there's just like, if you're, if you're moving into a level and you're, you're talking about creating content that's going on to a Netflix, you know, and things like that, you, you start. You have to do things correctly. You get one. You just, yeah. Things have to be done. Right. You gotta watch your step. And uh, you know, some people would be like, "Well, you want you want the fame. You you want all that. Then you got what comes with it. You know." Gotta, yeah. I mean, there's risk involved. So, you know, I, I, you know, man, like you said, when you asked about the community, you know, I, I employ three of my homeboy's sons to work for me. You know, I. I've always given back to my community. I've always built in my community. I've always built, brought my business back to community. I've always supported business in the community. And uh, it's it's important, man. But uh, you know, there's the right way to do things and the wrong way to do things. Yeah, no, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I mean, when it comes to, say, my community, I, I feel like my community is our community, you know? And yeah. the, way, the way I give back right now is I give back with these stories, with these individuals like yourself, bro. This is the way I'm trying to give back, bro. You know what I mean? There's that, you know what I mean? Down every deep road, there's a, hopefully for the individual, there's a, a positive turn. And for some, there isn't, you know what I mean? For some, they, they, they meet the grave or they meet that life sentence. Yeah. But just because you have a life sentence doesn't mean that you can't rise up and live a good life. You know what I mean? There's homies right now. I mean, they gave the lifers their, their, their uh, conjugal visits back. You know what I mean? They can have right, a, right. They, they can have relationship, you know what I mean, uh, as a lifer, you know what I mean, with the right female. And shout out to all the females that are holding the lifers down right now. You yeah, know I mean? shout out. Yeah, you know, but, uh, you know, so the way I try to get back, bro, um, is is with this podcast, bro. You, and and, you it's, and, and it's, it's trying to show... The younger generation are the uh, generation that might still be in the mix. Our generation, any generation, that you know what? These are the stories. This is what you may not want to do. This is what, here's an ingredient of how to do to get up out that motherfucking dirt. Right. And not hit that can of jail with the fucking dirt all over your face like I used to do it, baby. You know what I mean? You know, right. and, and I don't, I live I, to this day. You know what I mean? I'm not, uh, I'm not a model citizen, but I, I really, really try to be. I mean, there's things that, and I have, to this point in my life, I have things, bro, that I need to work on that are very minor compared to, you know, who I was once upon a time ago. But they're, they're still important, though, because when you're growing everything, regardless of the level of what it is, it could be just drinking now. Like, oh, look, you're drinking too much. Or, or look, hey, you know what I mean? This, that, you know what I mean? Or, right. You know, whatever that might be. You know what I mean? There's right. always room for improvement, bro. Right. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter what level you're on. People are going to point it out. They're going to be like, hey, this fool, bop, 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 you know what I mean? Or this fool, you know, this and that. I mean, there's always going to be something you can 
point out on an individual, you know? It is what it is, you know? But as long as we, you know, moving uphill and not, I mean, sometimes we take a couple steps back. Like recently I took a couple steps back on a fucking stupid ass podcast I had. We're not gonna get back to that because we're trying to move forward in a positive position and put that in the rear view mirror, you know what uh -huh. I mean? But I'm just saying though, like, life is imperfect. If you want a perfect podcast, go oh. to Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> he is perfect. Yeah. But anyways, this is the Hoodstocks. This yeah, is the hard luck. Yeah, this is the hard exactly, luck show, baby. Brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to get what you get. You know what I mean? You, you dealing with some street dudes. You That's know what right. I mean? You're dealing with street dudes. And when you deal with street dudes, not everything is perfect. No. We you know? deal, but we, we, we're making it happen regardless. You know? We're going to make it happen. Yeah, we make it happen regardless of the situation. You know what I mean? Like, damn, this is an amazing fucking Thanksgiving. Don't thank me. Thank EBT, motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get it Everybody right. Everybody eats. Get it right. <laughs> yeah. No, man. And, uh, uh, you know, man, it's, uh, brother, I got to tell you, man, I mean, it's, it's really come to what we were talking about relationships man and uh, it always circles back to something it, baby it, it really does man and you know i've had uh you know for instance brother i i just like these days man with i i, I don't you know it it takes listen bro listen listen to me you've been around the block and you know that it takes a certain type of individual to get out of a car, walk over to somebody and unload a clip in them and then get back in their car and get on with life, however they do it. I don't think that most people are cut out like that. I just don't. But the trend in music videos now it's like a whole thing with the guns and fucking, and it's become now where kids that don't even do that or live like that are talking about that. And I think the whole thing has just gone, it's gotten so fucked up, bro. And it's like stacks of money and fucking guns. And, and, and I don't, man, like I would hate to be trying to figure out what the definition of a man is right now if I was fucking 12 or 13. Because when I was that age, the films that were out were affecting me. Warriors and like shit like that was coming out back then and that shit was even having adverse effects. You know, like I was running with that shit. You're eating, so imagine now. So I, I think that a lot, a lot, I think there's a lot of fucking kids Killing each other, man, for no fucking reason. It's at a, it's at an all time height in, in Los Angeles right now, bro. I mean, they're they're re, they're relating numbers that were from the nineties and shit, bro. That's and, what I'm saying. In regards to homicides and, and and assaults and all kinds of shit, dog. You know what I mean? Like, it's not safe out there. You can clown these little motherfuckers in skinny jeans and motherfucking Edgar haircuts, but these motherfuckers <laughs> will take your motherfucking wind, dog. Don't yeah, play with dog. That's what they made in the seven. We're talking about that shit, motherfucker with some skinny jeans and Edgar will smoke your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Going, oh, you want to clown them little motherfuckers? Them little clown motherfuckers will yeah, pull up in a motherfucking yeah, man, what the Honda fuck? Accord. So it's it's like all this level ten with a drum on that bitch, like my homie yeah. Canine just said. Yeah, but like everybody's Eastside Cam in the house, baby. Everybody's a killer, and everybody's got to be killer. 
you know, and I just don't. Let's be a father. Yeah. Let's be a provider. And let's, it, let's, let's put food on the plate. Let's not put a Salisbury steak. You know what I mean? Because we can get that in the county jail, motherfucker. Yep. Let's put a motherfucking T-bone. Let's put a New York steak on that a bitch. A ribeye. You know what I mean? Let's put a... Why, why is it New York steak? Why can't we have an L.A. steak, dog? Like, we, we, hey, we, you we need to put a fucking name it. in these you motherfuckers, dog. Hey, you, you need to rebrand that. Yeah, you yeah. Yeah. Why, why right is it going to be in New York, homie? We're on the West Coast. Why the fuck we eating a New York steak in L.A., homie? Fuck we need that shit. Hey, dog. We need L.A. steaks. We need L.A. steaks. Steak. <laughs> the fuck, dog? We need an LA steak. What would okay? an LA steak so be? Like? I think I already see it. It would be amazing. It would be like a big piece of cotton inside. <laughs> I already hey, it might be a skirt That's steak. An LA steak. Hey. I mean, skirt steak. Yeah. And, they, and they're taxing us for carne asada. Homie, $10.99 per pound, bitch? That's L.A. steak. What kind of cow are you cutting? That's an L.A. steak. <laughs> for real, fuck? homie. That motherfucker better better been grass-fed, bitch. Hey, you know what? We're going to have to collaborate on this. Yeah. We're going to have to collaborate Let's on this. Let's do it, this. dog. We're going to have to like, be hard luck show and hood socks yeah. together. We're looking for... The fucking L.A. steak. The and LA we demand steak. that there be a L.A. steak. Some, L.A. steak. If we got invented ourselves, we're going to set that shit off, dog. How does do. New York have one and we don't have one? Exactly, dog. Straight up. Hey, Lucky, can we play this, uh, this little segment with you? Yeah, let's do it. Come on. You ready? Yeah. So it's called This or That. Okay. So, you, so it's two options. You pick this one or that one, right? Okay. Okay, so the first one for you. Or uh, change the cam to. No, I want to. Okay, you want on me? All right. So the first one is theater or cinema? Mm, cinema. Next one, Shaka or Pro Club? <sighs> Neither. <laughs> Surf or skate? Surf. Colombian gold or skunk bud? Skunk bud. <laughs> Raiders or Rams? Raiders, baby. Hot dogs or hamburgers? Hamburgers. Mexican food or Italian food? Oh, oh. next question. <laughs> next question. All right, the Department of Justice or Department of Corrections? Duh, neither. <laughs> Fuck them both. <laughs> Asking questions or answering questions? Answering questions. Badly wounded or chronically ill? Chronically ill. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Fame or fortune? <sighs> oh, fortune, baby. That's right, that's right. Locked or unlocked? It's unlocked. That's right. Lose your sight or lose your hearing? No, I'll lose my sight. Okay. If one. I can't have music, I can't live. That's a tough one. <laughs> that was a tough one. You need to hear what the... No, that's a... Bro, that is a tough one. I don't think people choose the vision. Yeah. I, I chose the sight, dog. I chose the site, dog. I chose the site, dog, because I was like, you know what? If I ain't, I can't see, then my, I don't even want to say that, dog. Love yeah, or money? Yeah, you don't even want to say that. I don't even want to like say that. that yeah. Love or money? Love or money? Uh, M-O-B. Money. <laughs> oh, baby, money over bitches. Let's Permission go. or forgiveness? Oh, forgiveness. You've always. Secretive or open? <sighs> Secretive. Okay. Smart or beautiful? Smart. Touch or taste? Um, touch. Truth or lies? Truth. Younger or older? Younger. Serious or funny? Uh, funny. That's funny. We got a couple more. Smoke or drink? 
Smoke. All right, last one. Tits or ass? Tits. <laughs> yeah, I always been. You're an ass man. I'm a tip man. So she can have that's a flat it. ass, and you're good with it. <laughs> no, she can't have a flat ass, bro. That's gonna but be disgusting. But you kiss her ass, dog. Well, I mean, shit. But, but, but I tell you what won't work: a bad ass with no tits. That won't work. Yeah, that works for I, me. See, so I would have to take the flat. Yeah, it you would take the flat booty. Yeah, because I because I, if there's no tits. I, I can't do that. So you're not going to be mad when you walk in the bathroom and she's laying down the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. I mean, have you ever jacked off to fucking National Geographic bamboo booties? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know what? If you ain't got an ass, you know what I mean? For a very low price of $5,000, you can get motherfucking ass implants, baby. Oh, I mean? no. I no, mean, no. You no. Got, no, you got to get the ass implants because if not, dog, then, I mean, nothing's worse, dog, if she takes the pants down and the drawers have a padded booty on it. Have oh. you ever seen those? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I, but you want to know something? Like, I haven't run into that problem yet. Where it was like I had to give up the other. One or the other. All the all the girls, all of them had ass. But they had big tits too. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like I had to settle for a flat. You know, I get that. You know what that means, right? You were lucky, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> hey, you know what, dog? I mean, how I mean, how was it? I mean, for females that are out there, you know what I mean? And they're watching this right now, you know what I mean? I mean, what what is it? Get at me. <laughs> get at me. Cut and dry, baby. You know, we're right. trying to get back to uh, getting you on uh, these dating apps. Yeah, what, what dating apps, bro? I mean, you know what the whole thing was is that I felt like for the longest time, like that you, that that looks that that comes off as desperate, and so that if I was somewhere on it, you know how digital footprints are. Like once you're out there, you can't pull that shit back. Like right, and I was yeah. like, man, somebody will be able to pull that one on me. And be like, ah, oh, you were on fucking like that. <laughs> but now, nowadays, I'm starting to think like everybody does that shit. So why was I the one holding out like, ooh, I don't want to, you know, like. You didn't get the phone call? Right, yeah, exactly, bro. So I'm like, I might as well just join the fucking team, <laughs> well, we, dude. If you can't beat them, join them, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, this is a motherfucking, they're hurting the cattle and they're going that way, homie. You know what yeah, I mean? Get in yeah, line, yeah, baby. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Hey, yeah. I, you know what? If I was single, bro, I would be a filthy whore on these dating apps, dog. You know what I mean? I hope my girl ain't listening to this, dog. But if she is, I love you, baby. Wah, you wah, yeah. Wah. yeah. No, but I'm just saying, though, dog, like, you know I mean, there's, it's so easy, dog. It's, it's so, so easy. Put a picture. Put the best picture, even if it's like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, easy money, baby. Swipe left, swipe right. I mean, I hear about it. I ain't never experienced it. You know what I mean? I don't need to. You know what I mean? Thank God to that, dog, because that would just be one more headache added to all my other fucking bullshit that I'll be doing, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but yeah. why, I mean, why not, bro? I mean, why do you, are you not, all these years on the streets, dog, all these years in the game, why don't you have a fucking, you know, a ride or die on the side, doggy. I. You're a difficult man to deal with. I listen, man. I I was married to a ride or die. The mother of my kids, Jessica. Um, and and I wasn't ready for it, dog. I was I was young. You know, I was I, I still had prison terms in me. I still had more addiction to run through. I. You know, I just, and so that one I parted ways with. And really since then, 
Yeah, it hasn't. I, I, is, I, a, I, is addiction a relationship? It you, is. That you don't need a female? There you go. There you go. There you go, bro. There you go, man. I've had a, has I've been, had a relationship has, has that your, that's has, outweighed. Has that been your best relationship, addiction? Yes, yes, yes. It's been the most successful. It's been the most, it's longevity. Right, right? I'm talking about longevity. Yeah. Not producing. Yeah, I mean, you can't have babies shit. out of addiction, right, you know what I mean? Right, but you can right. have a whole lot of good memories and bad memories, you know what I mean? We can produce a lot it, of them. It, maybe can, the most consistent, I should say, you know, has been the one with drugs and alcohol. Let me ask you a question, why? Um, I don't know why. Pour me one. Who do we run from? Who do you run from? Um, Casey, though. I mean, yeah, at, at I one mean, point in your time, you were you were running you were running from the police and and I don't know, you know, different. Elements that come I'm, with the I streets. Think I'm running, I think I'm running from. I think I'm running from myself at times. Who's yourself? Are you? Are you? Are you a bad man? Are you a good guy? What, I mean, who is yourself? Why would you be running from yourself? You know, I. You know, I don't. You know, with with. You know, there's I. I built up, there's been a lot, man. There's been a lot, a lot. There's been a lot of, like, at this stage in the game, there's been enough damage built that the damage itself has weighed me down. It outweighs the positivity now, sometimes? Yes. Oh, absolutely. But, but it didn't start out like that. I mean, it was, you know, I created the problems, bro. I created the problems, you know? And I... And the narrative was, ah, oh, the world's out to get me, and th 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 and it wasn't, bro. It was like there, there ain't nobody been plotting to ruin my life. I ruined my own life. Is your life ruined right now? No, not at all. You've been in powerful positions, brother. Are you in a powerful position right now? Yes. Who's the worst enemy? Yourself. We 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 uh, determined that, and that's been myself as well, dog. You know what I mean, I mean. I mean, life is hard, bro. Life is tough sometimes, you know? I mean, what, what, what set you on the hard path? Was it, I mean, you had a good mom. Was Pops hard on you? Um, yeah, me and Pops had, uh, you know, there was a lot of issues there with Pops, a lot of abuse in the home, went to foster care, shit like that, you know? And, and I know that uh, my troubles, uh, I started getting into trouble kind of not long after that, you know, uh, that experience. Um, yeah, man. But I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm not. What I, what I'm, what I won't, what I won't do is at this stage in the game is like, yeah, those are things that happen, but those aren't reasons. But but, Why? but, check, but, but check it out, bro. Are you are you ever too old to hurt? Um, no. I mean, you're 50 years old, you know, plus whatever you are, bro, under 60, right? I mean, is it ever, do you ever grow out of the pain? Will the pain forever affect us? Because my pain at 44 years old, 
my childhood pain still affects me now, dog. I mean, I've, I found ways to navigate through it, dog. To, you know, we build calluses and shit, dog. You know what I mean? And, and I've, I've built a, a, a mountain of a callus, dog. But my, my, my pain stems from my mother. My mother hated me, dog. You know what I mean? She hated me because of my pops, you know? And, and to this day, dog, you know what I mean? Like, it, I'm, it hurts me, bro. It, it hurts me. I don't give a fuck, dog. 44 yeah. years old, dog. You know what I mean? You know, I got, I got, I got pain in me, dog, that, like, a, like a child, bro. It never, never went away. You know what I mean? And, and sometimes that that can set me off on my uh, downward spiral of addiction, dog. Because my addiction is has has been a, a, a big part of my life. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, we when we have these conversations, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm an open book, bro. I'm 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 very uh, transparent, dog. I don't hold nothing back. You know what I mean? Like, because when you're on these type of platforms with street dudes, dog, and, or, or whomever, dog, like, you can never put up a, a certain persona and not be true. Why? Because the streets will expose you. The streets are undefeated, baby. You know? Yes. Yes. Indeed. Um, but but, that, but that's, that's life sometimes, and we, and we got to deal with it, dog. I mean, do you deal with pain to this day? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I, uh... Yeah, man. It's, uh... I mean, I don't mean to keep on taking you down to some type of uh, no, negative no, shit or anything no. like that, dog. Because this is a positive, you know what I mean? But oh, we, we have conversations, baby, you know what I mean? And I'm not trying it's, to pull you down, dog. You know? It's, it's, it's just, for me, it's just been a continual, it's, it's been a continual humbling, man. It's been, you know, I tell you, man, I gotta be honest with you, man, like, the age thing is played is playing a different role in my life, man. And and that age and, and the way my life is today and kind of what's been kind of going on consistently for like the last four years, I don't want to fuck up. It's it's I, I've really gotten lucky that that you know I can that I've still been able to make a run at things. At fifty, I've had, I've had, you know, I should, I should have already sold some. I don't know. I'm not gonna say that, but it's like, I've been in this game long enough, bro. I've had enough opportunities to, to, to be okay, financially. A number of times, I just didn't, um, I didn't take care of them, dude. I didn't take care of them. You didn't secure the bag. Yeah. You let it slip. Yeah. And was that because of addiction? Yeah. Yeah, in and around. Yeah, yeah, it was. So uh, it's, you know, at, at a point in time, yeah, I just start to see things differently, bro. I really do, bro. Um, No man, it's uh the condition of my life today is is uh I don't know man, maybe the things that I should have maybe the things that I should have made important to me that were always important to me but I didn't make a priority in my life. Today they're easily priorities in my life. You know, my my daughter, my grandson and my son like dude, those people are on my mind with the decisions and the things I do, you know, and and how how it's gonna affect them. And 
and what I'm doing for them is ultimately where I'm trying to be at at all times these days. And most of the time I am. Those are my concerning thoughts, you know? Those are the people that, you know, um, I know that I'm affecting the most, you know? And that can be in a good way or a bad way. So I walked around uh, life doing what I wanted to do. You know, sure I'm a good partner and I get that, but I'm saying I walked around in life and I just thought that what I did was what I was doing. And if I got caught up, I'm paying the price. Or you know what I'm saying? Like I, I didn't really, really ever comprehend the idea, the con concept that my actions affect the people around me. They fucking do. And if I want to tell myself something or act some sort of way where that's not the truth, and I can do that, but they do, man, and they have for a long time, and I've created some messes. Not created, people do it, but I've, I've set some up, man, and um, I could have led, I could have led much, much better as a father. Um, but I'm also grateful that today I'm, I'm getting to to be that guy, you know, with um, with my son and and with my with my grandson, you know, it's so when you talk about like does the you know the pain and nah, man, I don't stay in it today, man. Like I, I got it too good to be, and that's just not who I am by nature. Like yeah, it's the addiction. Something gets makes me do that, but I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. Like on a daily basis, man, I, I I really, really, really walk around primarily really grateful that I'm in the situation that I'm in. You know what, dog? Uh, pain fuels my passion. If not, if I'm not in pain, bro, I ain't moving, dog. Everything I do, dog, is in pain, bro. Right. I mean, that's I just, the only way to get you moving. That's that's that's. My, that's the motivator? That's the motivator, dog. You canceled me out, my G. I mean, you, you thought I was done? Bitch, I ain't done. I'm right here with fucking Lucky from Santa Monica, one of the motherfucking greatest fucking, uh, 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 one of the greatest salesmen in the brands of Los Angeles, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, pain fuels me, dog. If I don't feel the pain, then I have no passion. What, what else gives me passion? My kids, the love. I never had the love, the love for my kids, baby. You know what I mean? And, and mind you, dog, I got, faith, I, got, I got about five baby mamas and six kids. Let's be real about this shit. You know what I mean? Real. Yeah, dog. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I can nut on a sofa, dog. And that <laughs> and motherfucker get pregnant. <laughs> yeah, dog. And that wow. motherfucker, I watched that motherfucker grow legs, dog, and jump on that motherfucker <laughs> hairy ass snatch, dog. I said, why did you do that? <laughs> wow. Motherfucker, mm. you set me up. Mm -hmm. And then, then here comes the offspring, you know what I mean, of, of individuals that I brought into this world, my kids, you know what I mean, that, that, that are bitter, that don't, they're not happy about choices that I made because the choices affect them, like you were saying, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I live in a glass house, dog. You know what I mean? I'm not a role model, dog. I'm just some fool, dog, that's fucking trying to get my shit together to this day, dog. You know? Um, this is an open book. This is transparency at, at, at the motherfucking thousandth power.
power, you know what I mean? Like, we have these conversations, dog. You know what, dog? You being you, right? You being you, dog. I'm being me, dog. This ain't motherfucking uh, ABC. This ain't motherfucking... Chuck E. Cheese? This ain't right. Chuck E. Cheese, motherfucker. Let Casey, Casey! Damn it. But I'm just saying, though, dog, this is the authenticity of what we do right here and who we are, dog. This is nothing fake. Right, Lucky. And I got to tell you, bro, that when you're saying, like, you know, you think it's over, I'm right here, like, it, it does fuel me, dude. Absolutely, it's about that for me. And when you say that you're just trying to make it happen, brother, I ain't gotten to... I ain't gotten to some place where I got it at all figured out, brother. You know, I, I, I mean, don't. Do, do you believe? I, do you believe in God? Absolutely. I mean, when 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 you hit the dirt, like who do you turn to? Who do you turn to? I turn to God, and I don't wait till I hit the dirt. I turn to God when things are bad. I turn to God when things are good. Mm. You know. I got a very special relationship with my creator. But the work's on me, man. He just gave me the ability to do it. Yeah. That sounded like a motherfucking proverb right there, if you ask me, my G. Here, let me, let, me, let, me, let me really put everybody up on game one simple sentence. Anything, anything is possible if you're willing to put the work in. Anything is possible. And, you know, you're doing this, bro. You've got a fucking outstanding podcast. All this work and do it. And you know what, bro? It's like, you know, man, and you've been to the joint and you have all that and you've been able to, you, you've been able to keep that in its place, man. And, and not, you know, you, you've, you built up dude and you're, you're doing it. You're not trying to do it. You're doing it, man. I mean, thank you, brother. I mean, I'm honored to be on the show, bro. Like I see who you bring on the show. The fact that you even have me on the show, uh, is, you know, I'm, I'm taken back. So you know, I, let me tell you this awesome bro. show. Bro. Let me, let me tell you this though. You know what makes this show, dog? Mm. Individuals like yourself, dog. Let's not, let's not play. It's not me, dog. I ain't, I ain't, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm, I just happen to have a steering wheel, you know? I just happen to have a relentlessness about me that said we're going to do this. But, but always, bro, always, dog, since, since I was in a motherfucking dope house, dog, since I was drugged the fuck up, since I was laying with that motherfucking prostitute, homie, since I was motherfucking whatever the fuck you want to call it, dog, I've been there. Right, uh -huh. the the best content that I've ever been involved in, or that I've ever seen, wasn't TV, motherfuckers. Uh -huh. It wasn't Goodfellas. It wasn't none of that motherfucking fake shit, dog. It was real life motherfucking shit, dog. It was on the streets. It was on the grind. It was people in front of me saying, "Lucky, I want to sober the fuck up." Females crying, dudes getting killed, people suffering from fucking shit that's happening on the streets, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Robbing motherfucking liquor stores, dog. Gang banging, dog. This is this is this couldn't be scripted any better than just some real life fucking shit. I mean, I'm just saying, there you dog, go. like, there you go. there's nothing fake about what we do right here, dog. You know what I mean? Like, 
Can you imagine if this was just a big old facade? Can you imagine if we scripted all this shit? Yeah. Can you imagine if I had a teleprompter in front of me telling me to say this shit, dog? Can you imagine that, dog? That would be the biggest motherfucking imagine heist that. in the world. Imagine if tattoos were fake. Can you imagine if Lucky wasn't moving side for side <sighs> for nothing? <laughs> That would be the biggest fucking heist in the world, dog. We ain't trying to rob you for your fucking innocence. We trying to give you the realness, baby. You know? Lucky, Santa Monica. Yeah. This has been a pleasure, my G. Oh, man, a pleasure has been all mine, my friend. And uh, I want you to come over to the Hard Luck Show and come on our show. Can you do that? Absolutely, dog. I'll do what okay. I do. A cartwheel right here if you want me to, dog. Because <laughs> I got love for my boys, dog. You don't fuck around, dog. You know what uh, yeah. I mean? You know what I mean, I think I, I'll. Yeah, dog. Absolutely, dog. There's no question about it, dog. You tell me when and where, and I'm going to be there, dog. I'm going to bring Casey. I'm going to bring my boy K9. I'm going to bring Otis. Yeah. Otis is going to give me a ride on his bike, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? We're going to do it, baby. You know what I mean? Uh, let, check it out. Let's do this real quick. Let's do this real quick. Let's do Goon TV. I see that right there, dog. Goon TV. Goon TV, baby. Hoodstocks should be renamed Goon TV. I love you, motherfucker. Hold on, hold on. If motherfucker said I got diabetes because I piss so much, dog. You know what I mean? But I can't end wow. this. Oh, hell no, man. <laughs> I, I, I got diabetes now? <laughs> <laughs> this shit running through me. I didn't eat nothing today, so that's my, that's my, that's my shit to this. Hold on. Let me take a leak. I got to take one, too. Yeah, let's take a break, and then we're going to end this. We're going to end this well, right. I, I cannot... End this any Yeah, I can't end it. I cannot give Lucky this legend right here his flowers without ending this right. Casey, talk to me. Okay, real quick. so we got some current events going on. So yeah. if you guys didn't know, um, Border Patrol was right there in the USA Mexico border, and they fucking pull over a Chevy Tahoe, right? That is painted and looks exactly like an immigration fucking Tahoe. So they pull it over. It has the same paint, the same decals, the same numbers on the side, and they pull it. They put. They pull it over. Whatever they they fucking go to, and it's a fucking coyote dressed in a fucking fake fucking immigration fucking <laughs> uniform with ten fucking uh yeah ten Mexicans in the back. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, dog. Yeah, I, I saw that. That shit was wild, yo. So. I have a so all for you, all you fucking wiener schnitzel lovers lovers out there. Um, if one hot dog equates to thirty six minutes taken away from your life, facts because of all the fucking processed meats, all the sodium and all the bullshit in it equates to thirty six minutes. So how many minutes do you think you've taken off your life? Well, it's well, it's because of the meat and then the well because of that meat. The way it processes here, you know what I mean, fucks you up on that back end. You know what I'm saying? So, so the baby, uh, the baby that's on the Nirvana on the Nirvana album cover is suing um, anybody associated with the fucking anybody associated with the band, basically, for $150,000 each. And I'm gonna read you this quote because this quote was fucking hilarious. And it's sta- and they state. He hasn't met anyone who hasn't seen his wiener. <laughs> and he claims he's lost money because of that. So, I mean, what can we do? What can we do? You know what I mean? California, if you live in California, they may be requiring you to... Uh, I'm 
want to hold handheld this shit. They may be requiring you to show proof of vaccination to get into anywhere. Um, so according I mean, to the Sacramento Bee, hey, 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 Pfizer Pfizer vaccine is now approved by the. Uh, yeah, yeah. FDA. Lucky's a fucking Pfizer boy, homie. What's I'm up? not We're a Pfizer boys, homie. No. What's good? Can I get these hands? No, I got the. <laughs> <laughs> did you get Pfizer? No, I did. Did you get vaccinated? Are you yeah, 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 I got vaccinated. I got okay. Pfizer. I mean, there's a lot of people that are, that are really against it, dog. You yes. know what I mean? Um, and that's that's a whole nether segment right there, dog. You know what I mean? But you know what, dog? It's like this, dog. Let's 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 say it like this. And and I hear a lot of homies say it, and I agree with you. All the drugs that we put in our motherfucking body, dog. Yeah, what are we man. scared about? A Come little on, bitch dude. ass shot, dog. You know what I mean? If, if, if I got people that are working in the hospitals, and I know a lot of you cats are against me on this, dog. And I am not, they are not paying me, dog. I know I am a guinea pig in this shot game, dog. I know this, dog. I know this, dog. But you know what? At this point in time, dog, what we got to lose, dog? You know what I mean? Uh, I got people that work in the hospitals, and they say, yeah, people that are vaccinated are in the hospitals, but they're not in ICU. Who's in ICU? A lot of. You know, RIP to the people that we lost, and, and, and I hope you get through the people that didn't get the vaccinated that are in ICUs on the breathing machines and so on and so forth, dog. You know what I mean? But check so it out, Can dog. I speak on that real quick? Yeah, speak so, on so, it. so basically, what, what, so, what, so what happened with us, right? What happened with us with this is, is we created a vaccine very soon because the virus just started and it was running, right? As it was running, we created a vaccine, right? So the, so the vaccine basically made the virus 600% stronger now. And, and, and those are facts. So now it's hitting people way harder than it was in the beginning because we didn't allow it time to basically curve down. We hit it at its peak with a vaccine, so it can, now it's still going up. So now it's at 600%. So people who, who aren't vaccinated are gonna, hit it, are gonna get hit and gonna get sick with that percentage because we didn't allow it to fall. If we allowed it to fall and created a vaccine, then we would have been good. So. Who knows how long this is going to go on for? That's basically the end of it. Is mm. is it may go on for a little bit longer than we than we may want. I don't know. I mean, everybody. I I, I heard someone uh, seen someone said my body, my my choice. Yeah, absolutely, dog. My you know body, yeah. your body. Uh, you know, is I, a porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> If you ain't ever jacked off of a porta potty, yeah. then you ain't lived life. Yo, you know I've mean? never done that before. You've done that? I, I did that one time in the penitentiary, dog. You know what I mean? I was no, out. Man, I was, I was sense, on a low level sense. yard, dog. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, and, I, and I got and I got I got action on some on some on some poo nanny <laughs> in a visiting room. I, we everybody in the in the visiting room fucked their old lady. You know what I mean? Because the fucking CEO was dope as fuck, cool ass black dude. Shout out to that motherfucker, dog. Uh, but then he let everybody in the visiting room go in the fucking in the in the public side of the bathroom where you can get catch and escape. Fuck their ladies, you know what I mean? And 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 we 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 I went in there and I, I the, the time the female I was with I said hey we good you know what I mean you ain't gonna send me back with motherfucking gonorrhea point five oh right you know what I mean right. five point oh gonorrhea and but anyways you know what I mean I, I I went back cool but I did two pumps on the dump you know what I mean it was a done deal baby but at the same time it stressed Damn. me the fuck out dog I, mean, yeah, I ain't gonna lie dog you know what I mean man you know, I didn't even do the two minutes dog I did fucking two point three seconds yeah. and two it pumps was, and it was. It was gone, dog. But anyways, Lucky. Yes. This has been an honor. This has been a privilege, brother. I mean, you are a, a staple in this community. I mean, if there was a Mount Rushmore of West Siders on that nah. motherfucking mountain, dog, of course your face would be right there, dog. Oh, Why you thank bullshitting, you, baby? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, yeah. your story is amazing, dog. This is for sure a Netflix special, dog. Ugh. We need to get it there, dog. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, I hope whoever's watching this, if it's a movie industry 
uh, uh, executive. Some money. writers that want to help me with my book. Yeah, yeah writers yeah. with the book, bro. You you need all that, dog. Your yeah. your story is a fucking amazing, brother. And this has been an honor. This has been a privilege, bro. Like this was just like I knew it was gonna be good, dog. But I didn't know it was gonna be this good. Hey, man, this is just the beginning, brother. I, I plan on on us supporting each other, man. With this, our podcast space, and more than that. So, man, you know, I believe in you, man. And I just love seeing my people do good, man, and, and creating these spaces, man. So, I, you know, I, like I said, you're going to be on our show, and, and we're going to figure out a lot of different things that we can do together. Hey, you know, when I go on your show, Doc, I'm going to be on Shrooms, dog. Okay. I want to be on Shrooms, dog, on your show, dog. A.K.A. Okay. Mr. Giggles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I have laughing attacks on Shrooms. Yeah. But, I, I'm, yeah, I need, to be, I need to be on another level when I'm on your podcast, dog. Why? Because it just feels, it feels wonderful, the escape, dog. I've, I've escaped a lot of my life, bro, off of uh, substances. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And it's for the detriment of me sometimes. Maybe it's something that I'm not proud <laughs> to admit, dog. You know what I mean? But sometimes when we're in present time, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's easier to be on another level. You know what I mean? In present time. You know what I mean? I don't know, dog. Maybe that's just something that I need to correct. It probably is. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You know, don't shit on me over this comment right now <laughs> or this shit, dog. But it is what it is, baby. Sometimes, you know, we feel better on another planet. Sometimes another planet is better than this fucking planet because there's a lot of Fucked up shit going on. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Like that porter yes. potty. Yeah. And I smelled shit. But to me, it smelled like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Some stanky ass pussy. Mm. <laughs> San Pedro pussy. Hey, Lucky, I can also tell you that I've been following the Hard Luck podcast for years. Oh, and, really? And yeah, and they even follow me, whoever runs it. Look. Oh. Right here. Yeah. The proof is in the pudding. That's right. Well, we'll get together, and uh, we're going to have your team come on. Absolutely, brother. I Let's appreciate you. This Thank you for amazing. having me on the show. Thank brother. you. Really, everybody, Thank everybody. You welcoming me here. Give it up for the legend. Lucky. Let's go, baby. Thank Season you, brother. Two. It's been amazing, dog. Right, I appreciate doggy. you guys Thank for tuning in.